Hello AstroFam and welcome back to my channel or welcome back to my podcast if you're listening to this episode in the audio version only. My name is Rux, I'm a Western Tropical Astrologer and today we're going to be talking about the month of March, the astrology of March because boy is it going to be a memorable month. Dare I say probably one of the most memorable months of 2023. Why is that? Well because Several planets are changing signs, and we are talking about some big players here. Saturn exits Aquarius and goes into Pisces. Pluto, after hundreds of years, goes into Aquarius. Mars exits Gemini, finally, finally, it's been almost, what is it, six months. Jupiter comes together with Venus, and Venus also connects with the North Node in Taurus. Now, March is also very important for me on a personal level. Why? Because I am finalizing my Saturn return, folks. Saturn has been in Aquarius since 2020. And I have to say, it's been an intense, intense, intense chapter of my life. I've done so much inner work. Um, I've done a lot of work on my fears, my anxieties over the past uh, three years. My natal Saturn is in the eighth house, in case you're wondering. And one of the most helpful tools um, that I have utilized on this path of self-transformation, it's been meditation. And you've heard me talk about meditation before on my, on my channel, so I'm not going to bang on about it. My meditation practice has evolved from once a week to a daily practice. This also happened as a result of my husband introducing me to Aura. By the way, I want to thank Aura for reaching out and for sponsoring this video. What is Aura? Aura is a new mindfulness and sleep app. It won the Best of Apple Award and it's used by over 7 million people. It's an all-in-one app for your well-being and sleep. It contains thousands of meditations, stories, and so much more, such as CBT, this is Cognitive Behavioral Training, Life Coaching, Breathwork. Aura's content is created by hundreds of expert coaches and therapists around the world. What made Aura stand out to me? Well, it's not a one-size-fits-all, like most other apps. There's a lot of variety and so much personalization. Aura knew which guides I would like. Um, I can find uh, tracks that I love, uh, hundreds of coaches, therapists, storytellers. And my personal favorites have been the guided morning and evening meditations. I feel like they really set me up energetically to either start the day or end the day from a space of calm, peace, and gratitude. Aura uses billions of data points to personalize the experience for you to make it as effective as possible when it comes to um, improving your sleep and your general well-being. You can get started for completely free on Aura's website by using my special link in the description. You're also going to find it in the pinned comment. And the first 500 people get free trial and an exclusive 25% off. Now, folks, let us dive into the most significant astrological events of 
March at a collective level. And we're going to go through them in chronological order. On the 2nd of March, Venus comes together with Jupiter in Aries. Mercury conjoins Saturn in Aquarius and Mercury afterwards, right afterwards, goes into Pisces. It's a very significant day, the 2nd of March. I like the Venus-Jupiter conjunction because it's probably one of the most significant activations of the Jupiter in Aries um, transit. It is a time where you are likely to encounter opportunities and doors are likely to be opened up for you through other people, I'd say. This is also a day of taking risks romantically and winning because, hey, let's face it, if you don't risk it a little bit, how can you win? So it is a day of grand romantic gestures. It is a great day for a first date. It's a great day to declare your love to someone to maybe let them know that you've been falling for them. Mercury is going to conjoin a Saturn. So even though it feels like a very heated day romantically in the best of ways, very passionate romantically, people might also be very careful what they say and only say what they can deliver. So my recommendation is to not overpromise and underdeliver, especially in romance, but to maybe underpromise and overdeliver. On the 3rd of March, Venus will conjunct Chiron in Aries. This can be a day in which it feels easier to accept our flaws um, and to even love the parts of us that we feel weird or strange about, that we don't necessarily accept, that we're not necessarily very happy with, or there is a chance that someone else might make us very aware of how even those parts of us deserve to be loved. Maybe especially those parts of us deserve to be loved. On the 7th of March, Saturn goes into Pisces. Folks, it's been, it's been a while. It's been almost three decades since Saturn uh, transited Pisces. I have a completely separate video on Saturn and Pisces on my, um, on my channel. This energy is going to be felt collectively a lot. So it may feel like at a societal level, our duties and responsibilities shift towards uh, those that are suffering, towards victims, towards refugees, uh, towards oceans and waters. We may take as a collective spirituality much more seriously, the arts much more seriously. On the 7th of March, we also have a full moon in Virgo, very nicely aspected to Uranus and Taurus. It is a time when things get done and solutions are found, innovative solutions are found to practical problems. Progressive solutions are found to practical problems. Mercury is going to be in Pisces, however, so there could be a little bit of confusion around the numbers and the data. On the 12th of March, Jupiter comes together with Chiron in Aries. So this can be a day when we see from a new perspective, from a new angle, from a new standpoint, um, what caused us suffering, especially around not being able to assert ourselves in the ways that we would want to assert ourselves. I will say that I'm not particularly fond of the 14th and of the 17th of March. On the 14th of March, um, Mars in Gemini squares Neptune in Pisces. And on the 17th of March, Mercury in Pisces squares Mars in Gemini. 
I'm going to say it. Communication issues on both of these days. Transportation issues are likely on both of these days. Uh, careful on the road. Um, people could not be paying attention properly to the road. So incidents are possible. Um, disappointment connected with feelings and emotions and maybe feeling like someone else's anger is misdirected at you. So these are not my favorite days in March, just as an FYI. Uh, 16th of March, um, Venus goes into Taurus until the 11th of April. This is beautiful because Venus loves being in Taurus. So at a collective level, it may feel easier for us to enjoy our relationships, to enjoy sensuality, to enjoy our physical bodies, and to make better use of our resources and to appreciate the tangible resources that we've got in our life. 16th of March is also when Mercury conjuncts Neptune in Pisces. Careful because people could be telling lies. It is, however, a great day for meditation, for um, utilizing language in a creative and imaginative way. Um, it's also a great day to play video games, for instance, and to connect with others who are playing video games. But when it comes to practical matters that need to have... Uh, rational, sensible, reasonable solutions. Um, there could be some ambiguity and, as I said, maybe even some outright lies that are being served. 19th of March, Mercury moves into Aries, so our thinking becomes sharper, our tongue becomes sharper as well at a collective level. On the 20th of March, the sun goes into Aries. It is Aries season, folks, and the sun loves to be in Aries. It's like supercharged. On the 21st of March, we have a new moon in Aries and Mars will apply to a trying to Saturn in Pisces at the time, so I do feel like we are ready collectively for a fresh start. I do feel like we are willing to put in the work and the effort to get this fresh start in our life, a fresh start that involves action in an exciting direction that we know is going to shake us out of a sense of feeling asleep <laughs> and feeling at the mercy of life around us. Venus is also going to conjunct the North Node on uh, the 21st of March. Um, Venus in Taurus is going to conjunct the North Node. Um, a very important day, I want to say, for the economy. So pay attention to news. Pay attention to um, what's happening with, with uh, tangible assets and resources. Pay attention with what's happening um, with food. Uh, pay attention with uh, announcements around the economy. It feels like the economy is growing. It feels like we've got access to more resources. On a personal level, uh, people could have some fated encounters, especially of a romantic nature around the 21st of March. 23rd of March, Pluto goes into Aquarius until the 11th of June, but let's face it, this transit is going to be 20 years long, so Pluto is going to do a little bit of like back and forth this year between Aquarius and, um, and Capricorn. Pluto and Aquarius is a big one. Why? There's probably going to be social, societal, collective transformations um, in terms of how we utilize technology, in terms of how we work together as part of a tribe, as part of a group of people. Um, power to the people is a very Pluto and Aquarius thing. 
but obviously Pluto also has a darker side to it, which I'm going to talk about in a separate um, in a separate video. I do believe that Pluto in Aquarius wants intense, extreme equality and democracy. But intense and extreme are obviously not the not necessarily the adjectives that we would uh, like to utilize when it comes to concepts such as equality, democracy, and so on. So it's going to be interesting to watch the news and to see what sort of like themes come up at the beginning of this uh, transit because they're likely to form the basis of the most significant societal um, transformations and developments that happen over the next two decades. And unless you've got personal planets around zero degrees of fixed signs, folks, uh, Aquarius, um, Scorpio, Taurus, and Leo, you're probably not going to feel this transit straight away, just as an FYI. 25th of March, Mars finally gets out of Gemini. It's been in Gemini since August of 2022, and it goes into Cancer until the 20th of May. Now, Mars in Cancer can be a little bit, just a little bit passive aggressive, and it may have a bit of a harder time expressing why it's angry and expressing what it wants. So I would say that it uh, maybe requires a little bit of more conscious observation and keeping an eye on it and saying, okay, where is this like deeper want, desire, or sense of anger and frustration coming from? Because it does seem to be deeper. 20th of March, Mercury will conjunct Jupiter and Aries. News around the world about uh, Jupiter and Aries. So there could be news about, well, war, um, about uh, developments on, on, that, um, on that front. And on the 30th of March, Venus is going to conjunct Uranus and Taurus. This is a day of shocking, unexpected developments in love. Now, unexpected developments can mean pleasant surprises. It can also mean discovering something about a partner that you realize, hmm, I don't want this and I'm going to set myself free. So it can go in either direction. Uh, aesthetically, this is also a day of very like bold choices where we're likely to shock people with our tastes. Um, I like the 30th of March because Mars in Cancer is going to trine Saturn and Pisces. It feels like we're really fighting for um, something that we'll, that, that we will feel fulfilled with on an emotional uh, level, I would uh, I would say. Uh, this is also an aspect of putting effort and energy into defending those who are more sensitive or suffering or who are weaker somehow and cannot defend themselves. My dear Aries, Aries suns and Aries risings, what does March have in store for you? It's a very very, very exciting month, my lovely Aries. Let's start from the top. So on the 2nd of March, Venus is going to conjunct Jupiter in your first house. This is a beautiful, beautiful day for romance. It's a beautiful day to go out on a date. It is also a beautiful day to look after yourself, to take care of yourself, and to start investing more in yourselves, my lovely Aries. Especially since Venus is the ruler of your second house of values, income, as well as self-worth. So you might end up spending some money on yourselves. Um, you might end up spending some money possibly on classes, courses, or on something that has to do with your 
self-development, with your self-growth. Venus conjoining Aries on Jupiter and Aries um, on this particular day, my lovelies, is probably one of the most significant activations of the Jupiter through Aries transit. So the great benefic Jupiter is going to be in your first house of identity and new beginnings until the middle of May. And Venus coming together with Jupiter is probably one of the most beautiful and strongest activations of this longer term transit. Ask yourselves, Aries. Where do I want to take my life moving forward? How can I appreciate myself more? What can I do for myself so that I feel more confident and more valuable? And have I been giving myself enough love? That is a question to ask yourselves, Aries, around this time. Mercury on the same day is going to enter Pisces in your 12th house all the way until the 19th of March, dear, um, dear Aries, you might also start thinking on this very day about what it is that you're ready to leave behind. Is it a habit? Is it a job? Is it something that you are doing on a day to day basis that you realize is no longer serving you? On the 3rd of March, Venus will conjunct Chiron in your first house of identity, lovely Aries. So on this day, it may feel like it's easier for you to appreciate a part of yourselves, Aries, that maybe made you feel like an outsider in the past or that made you feel like, oh, I'm just not going to fit in or I'm not going to be accepted or I really feel hurt and wounded because of this. I feel like maybe I'm less than um, others because of this aspect of myself. So it almost feels like you start seeing the beauty and maybe even the benefits of not fitting in, uh, of marching to the beat of your own drum, lovely Aries. 7th of March, three days before, three days after, we've got a full moon happening in Virgo in your sixth house of day-to-day -day work. Now, why do I say three days before, three days after? Because you are likely to feel the full moon also in the days before and the days after. There's a full moon activating your access of work and service. This could be the time when you either leave behind the job or when you wrap up a significant work-related project or a significant health-related project. It may feel like, okay, things are culminating. I can now see the results of the efforts that I've been putting into improving my health. I like the fact that both luminaries are in a harmonious aspect to Uranus in your second house of income. The luminaries are the sun and the moon. If you are leaving behind a job around this time, it may be because you realize you deserve better. And maybe you've also got a different offer on the horizon. So that probably makes the transition a lot, a lot, um, a lot easier. You might also feel if you end a project at work around this time, you may feel surprisingly good about yourself and it may almost feel like you have discovered possibly a new talent or an untapped resource, untapped skill within yourselves, Aries. You could also end up being paid more for whatever reason around this time, especially if you work for yourselves. Now, 7th of March is an important date also for a different reason, Aries. Saturn is going to end its almost three year long journey 
in your 11th house in Aquarius, and it's going to move into Pisces in your 12th house until 2026, until the beginning of 2026 Aries. Saturn is the ruler of your 11th house of long-term goals and plans and the ruler of your 10th house of career. Now, what's happening with Saturn transiting this part of your chart? And by the way, there's going to be a separate video on Saturn on my channel, Saturn moving into Pisces. So you're going to get a more in-depth, um, let's say, forecast for this particular transit. But in a nutshell, um, it may feel like you are starting a chapter, almost like a three-year-long chapter, um, Aries, in which you are called to leave behind an old part of your professional life, to leave behind maybe a structure that you had built in your professional life, maybe to also leave behind an industry in some shape or form. You may also feel like you're starting to have more duties and responsibilities behind the scenes in, in one form or, or another. Um, you may start, this is another possibility, you may start working with an institution like a governmental institution. Um, you may also start taking a lot more seriously and feel like it is your duty to take better care of your mental health and also of the ways in which you used to sabotage yourself, dear Aries. You might also begin a journey of leaving behind some old goals and possibly also some old groups of people, some old organizations, some old clubs, some old committees. Please forgive me if my voice is a little bit weird, folks, um, just because I am filming this after I, I've only just recovered only just recovered from um, from the flu, so my apologies if it sounds like it's a little bit off. 12th of March. What is happening on the 12th of March? Jupiter is going to conjunct Chiron in your first house. Again, it may feel like you are learning more on this day and you are seeing possibly in a new perspective an old wound, something that made you feel like you weren't good enough or something that made you feel like the the odd one out. On the 14th of March, uh, Mars is going to square Neptune in your 12th house. Uh, this can be a day in which there are annoying incidents happening on the road, maybe whilst you're traveling, whilst you're commuting. If you have a car, um, there could be uh, delays. There could be uh, roads that are getting kind of like blocked. Uh, maybe there's some sort of a flood on the road. Remember astrology, this is a predict exact mature manifestation, but um, it, it is archetypally and symbolically predictive. And Neptune many times is connected with the ocean and the water. So there could be a sense of anger or frustration connected with traveling, especially short distance and water in some shape or form. I would not speed on the road on this day. I would maybe realize that some things are out of your control and out of your power. And if you don't get somewhere in time, that doesn't necessarily mean that you've done anything wrong. It might just be that you have to accept that and be safe on the road rather than risk incidents because something didn't go as, as planned. On the 16th of March until the 11th of April, Venus moves into Taurus in your second house of income. This is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful time in which you um, are really nicely aspected to either increase your income or to feel like you are spending your money in ways that you that you find pleasant and in ways that make you very, very happy, I dare say. You may also feel very 
magnetic towards money, I want to say. Maybe you can attract some new clients around this time, maybe sign some, some lucrative projects. You might also feel very generous and spend some money on your partner throughout this, uh, throughout this period. It is also a very auspicious period in general if you're working for yourself to maybe um, ask for more money or kind of like ask for a raise or put your prices up. What I'm not liking on the 16th of March in particular is the fact that the sun is going to square Mars in Gemini in your third house. The sun is the ruler of your fifth house of enjoyment. It feels like something that is happening again with like cars or something that is happening on the road um, is messing up a little bit with your maybe rest and relaxation in some, uh, in some shape or form. 21st of March, right after the sun moves into Aries on the 20th, so Aries season starts, 21st of March, three days before, three days after, uh, there is a new moon happening in your first house of identity, my lovely Aries, and um, Venus will conjunct the north node in your second house. And Mars is going to apply to a trying to Saturn around this, uh, around this time. I'm liking this because it feels like a personal new beginning for you, um, Aries. It feels like a new beginning in which you see yourselves in a new light, you are prepared to take your life in a new direction, you are prepared to learn something new, very, very likely, maybe something new about yourselves, maybe something new about how you can better communicate and interact with others and maybe make yourselves understood, I would, um, I would say. I'm also liking the fact that Venus is going to conjunct the North Node, again, a very, very significant activation of the North Node. It feels like you could have some fated encounters and experiences around the 21st of March, a few days before, a few days after, that help you increase your income and on a more symbolic level that help you value yourselves more and that help you understand Aries, what is truly, truly important to you because your value system may have changed very significantly actually. Uh, from the beginning of 2022, so from the beginning of last year, when the transiting North Node entered your second house. 23rd of March, okay, big news, big news, big news around this time. Uh, Pluto enters into your 11th house of friends and long-term goals and plans for the future. There will be a separate Pluto video, Pluto and Aquarius video on my channel. Um, and unless you have, let's put it this way, Aries, unless you have planets in your natal chart around zero degrees, especially of fixed signs, so around zero degrees of Taurus, Aquarius, um, Leo, and Scorpio, you may not necessarily immediately feel the transit of Pluto moving into Aquarius. What I can tell you, my dear Aries, is to pay attention to what's happening in your circle of friends and in your clubs, committees, organizations, groups of people that you are a part of. Pay attention to what happens as of the last week of March, pretty much until June, until the middle of June, until the 11th of June to be precise. Um, and also pay attention to how your plans for the future seem to go through a shift because whatever energies you start dealing with as Pluto makes its way into Aquarius, they are likely to shape your friendship sector and long-term goals for the future sector for the next two decades, because Pluto is going to spend two decades in, um, in Aquarius. There could be also some, some very kind of like um, transformative 
news, radical, extreme, cathartic piece of news that you receive connected with friends from the last week of March until the 11th of June. You may not necessarily, as I said, notice anything major, major, major straight away unless you've got personal planets or angles around zero degrees of fixed signs, just as an FYI. And 25th of March all the way until the 20th of May, finally, finally, Mars is getting out of Gemini. It's been a while. It's been a long, long time coming. Um, Mars, your chart ruler, enters Cancer in your fourth house of home until the 20th of May. So it may feel like you're called to put a lot of energy into taking action, into getting things going, getting things moving, getting things off the ground, connected with uh, your, your property sector, connected with your home and living situation in some shape or form. I would be very careful not to argue with family members and not to fight and not to get into conflicts um, from the um, 25th of March until the 20th of May, because there is a high chance for arguments and conflicts with family members, especially if there have been any sort of emotions or feelings that you haven't disclosed to them up until this point that have been eating you up on the inside, dear Aries. And last but not least, I really, really, really like the 20th of March because it feels like you're getting some really good news connected with your work, connected with your job sector, and possibly also connected with your health um, when Mercury is going to conjunct Jupiter in your first house of identity. My dear Taurus, Taurus suns and Taurus risings, what does March have in store for you? Well, it's got a lot of juicy, exciting news, news, novelty. Um, the key word is new beginning for, um, for March. Key phrase, key word. Um, just because there are so many shifts energetically. So Saturn going into Pisces, Pluto going into Aquarius and so on. Let's start from the very, very beginning. Let's start from the top. By the way, there will be separate videos on my channel, both about like Saturn moving into Pisces and Pluto moving into Aquarius. On the 2nd of March, Venus is going to conjunct Jupiter in your 12th house. My dear, uh, my dear Taurians, this could be a beautiful day in which you have an, an epiphany, have an aha moment, see very clearly one of your blind spots. You may see how you have been sabotaging yourselves. You may realize, oh, this is what I was doing and this is how I was maybe hurting myself without realizing it. It could also be a very beautiful day, a day of victories, a day of wins connected with your mental health or a day of a spiritual epiphany of some sorts. You may have a bit of an aha moment around this time where you realize something that you didn't see up uh, up to now. Jupiter for you, Taurians, is the ruler of your 11th house of plants for the future. And Venus is also the ruler of your sixth house of day-to-day -day work. You may realize that you wanna leave behind an old goal in terms of the plans that you had for your job, but you may also have an aha moment as to how you can manifest, how you can bring to fruition, how you can crystallize a goal connected with your work or maybe even connected with your health. There can also be some really positive, unexpected good news connected with your health that are coming up around this time, my lovely Taurians. Mercury moves into Pisces at this point in time in your 11th house all the way until the 19th of March. Um, Mercury for you Taurians is the ruler of your second house and of your fifth house. I dare say that you are likely to spend quite a bit of money throughout this period um, on fun, enjoyable activities, 
social activities together with friends or activities that involve you connecting with a group of people. On the 3rd of March, Venus will conjunct Chiron in your 12th house. You may feel less frustrated, less angry about one of your wounds, about one of your hurts, about one of your blind spots around this time, uh, Taurians. And on the 7th of March, but you're going to feel it also the three days before the three days after. You have a full moon activating your 5th house, 11th house axis, Taurians. You are likely to bring, very successfully, if I may say so myself, you're likely to bring a creative project to completion. You're probably going to get paid maybe more than you thought you would. Um, a group collaboration is turning out fabulously, fabulously. You might even be surprised by how well it has turned out. You might also discover as you complete this sort of like group project, you might discover, hey, I work very well with these people. I'm going to work more with these um, with these people. It can also be a very enjoyable time, uh, the time of the full moon, together with friends and um, peers that have reunited or, or that have come together because of some sort of tangible goal that they have in common. So you might enjoy being part of this particular group of people because you are aligned in terms of goals and it feels like, yes, we can do some great, great, great work together. 7th of March, this is a time when Saturn moves into your 11th house, my dear Taurians. You can say goodbye to almost like three years of obstacles, challenges, hard work, commitment, um, taking hard decisions, I want to say, connected with your career. Now it is time to commit to a, from the 7th of March of this year until the beginning of 2026, actually. Now it is the time for you to commit to some very serious, significant group efforts. To ask yourselves, Torians, how am I making my mark upon society? What sort of goals, greater goals, greater humanitarian or collective goals do I want to align myself um, with? What do I believe in and how can I tangibly contribute to it together with a wider group of people? It is the beginning of a good three years of working very seriously, dutifully and responsibly together with a collective of people. There can also be some trimming that you start doing, my dear Torians, in your existing circles of, of, of friends, but also existing, let's say, committees or organizations that you are a part of. 14th of March and also, also, let's see, let's see, let's see, 14th of March, 17th of March, and, and, I think these are the two days to pay attention to. These are two tricky days to pay attention to. When you may end up spending more money than you initially intended to spend, and it could be connected with some sort of like group type of activity, um, careful not to end up being frustrated and disillusioned because you spent more than you had budgeted, that than you had factored in. Um, just because there was maybe confusion around uh, actual kind of like initial costs, um, just because you didn't communicate very clearly from the very beginning how much you are willing to spend. Um, I would also triple check any sort of like 
payments that you make on this day, on these two days, or um, I would even check your bank statements because there is a possibility that there was a mistake and there could be some confusion around money and you need to clear it up, I'd, uh, I'd say. 16th of March until the 11th of April, Venus moves into your first house. Um, you seem to feel like you are blossoming somehow. <laughs> I dare say that this is a very, very, very sweet period for you, my dear Taurians. You feel admired, you feel appreciated, you feel loved. You might be feeling more charismatic, um, even more than you generally are. It's a very enjoyable time to look after yourselves, to go out into the world to receive admiration, to receive gifts, to um, maybe get a new haircut, to buy some nice things for yourselves. It is the period to treat yourselves, Taurians. Don't say I didn't, I didn't tell you. Mercury is going to be conjunct Neptune and Pisces in your 11th house on the 16th of March. However, there could be some confusion and some ambiguity about maybe something that you had agreed together with a friend, so I wouldn't necessarily get angry with them. I would just maybe kind of like double check with them. Are they going to show up at the time that they said they, they would show up? Are you still going to go ahead with the plans that you had made? Mm, you may not be because something might have uh, come up. 20th of March, the sun moves into Aries in your 12th house and 21st of March, three days before, three days after you're, you're going to feel the energy. There is a new moon in your 12th house and um, Mars is nicely aspecting. It's applying to a trying to Saturn and Pisces in your 11th house. It may feel like this is a new beginning for you Taurians around the 21st of March um, in which you recognize, you acknowledge, this is what I need to leave behind. This is what I need to not waste my time with. This is what I need to let go of. These sources of frustration, these sources of anger, this is what I need to put to the side. And also this is what I need to work on behind the scenes for myself, for my own mental health. You may decide to make a commitment um, around this time uh, to yourself, uh, Taurians, something that has to do with your mental health, but also maybe something that has to do with your spiritual life. You may start kind of like uh, digging into a spiritual practice behind the scenes around this time. This could also be a time when you start doing some volunteering, uh, Taurians, but maybe you keep it to yourself as to yourselves as uh, as well. 23rd of March, Pluto moves into Aquarius until the 11th of June. This is the beginning of a very long transit, a 20 year long transit. So unless you have planets around zero degrees of Taurus, Scorpio, uh, Leo, Aquarius, you may not necessarily feel it straight away. Saying that, I would pay attention to how your status in the world and how your approach to your career starts to shift, how it starts to change. Um, there are two long decades ahead of you, my dear Taurus, in which you may step into power professionally, you may grab more power, you may have access to more power, but I would also be very careful um, what you do with that power. Because um, as they say, with great, great power comes great responsibility. So I would be careful um, that you come from a place of good intentions so that you don't misuse the power that will most likely step that will most likely come into your life professionally. This could also be the major, major beginning of a uh, transition career-wise into a new industry altogether, my lovely Taurians, which is probably something that you have already started to think about in the past three years since 2020. 
Um, Venus is going to conjunct the North Node um, also on the 21st of March. Um, you may have some fated encounters around the 21st of March, maybe the few days before and the few days after. Um, some fated encounters that influence your life direction and also your work um, direction. Now, on the 25th of, um, of March, my dear Taurians, Mars moves into Cancer in your third house all the way until the 20th of May. You're probably going to put a lot of energy into connecting with others, into short distance traveling, into taking kind of like short, uh, uh, quick trips to um, get stuff done, to get stuff out of the way. Saying that, saying that, with Mars transiting this part of your chart, um, I would be very careful not to speak out of a sense of frustration um, and maybe to make people feel like they've done something wrong when you've actually not been very clear as to why you are hurt or why you are suffering. There is a potential for conflicts throughout this period, especially with siblings, colleagues, and um, your significant other. And if you do have a car, if you drive, I would slow a little bit down just because Morris doesn't necessarily like to be in cancer. And um, there is the potential to experience explosive emotions whilst you are driving. Um, so I would just say, take it easy, take it slow, no rush. Um, 28th of March, Mercury will conjunct Jupiter in Aries in your 12th house. This is a great, great day to have an aha moment, an epiphany about, let's see, let's see, let's see about one of your friends, I want to say, and also maybe about one of your uh, plans for the future. Uh, you could also receive an unexpected gift uh, around this time or some, some unexpected, um, unforeseen good news connected with one of your investments. And last but not least, 30th of March, Venus will conjunct Uranus in your first house. <laughs> I mean, you might shock people on this day um, with your bold choices in terms of like dressing, in terms of how you appear out into the out into the world I would be careful <laughs> um, I would be careful if you make some radical changes in terms of looks that this is really who you want to be moving forward not that there's anything wrong with radical changes of looks but just putting it just putting it out there in case in case it feels like I don't know you want to get like a like a fringe or you want to like dye your hair pink or something like that which you might feel very much in the mood for around this time <laughs> my apologies my dear Gemini's Gemini suns and Gemini risings what is going on in March it's a huge month of course it is a huge 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 month Saturn moves into Pisces Pluto moves into Aquarius Mars gets out of Gemini. Let's start with that. Mars gets out of Gemini. It has been in Gemini since August of 2022. It finally gets out of your house of the physical body and identity. Let's see, let's see when. On the 25th of March, it moves into Cancer in your second house until the 20th of May. Geminis, if you've been feeling annoyed, frustrated, angry, if you've been going through all sorts of issues physically, health-wise, since August of last year, and especially since the end of October of 2022 when Mars went retrograde, it is time to say goodbye to the 
fire of Mars and say, okay, no more accidents, no more incidents, no more respiratory viruses. <laughs> it is time to heal. Um, you may also feel like life is slowing down a little bit. You're no longer in a rush. You're no longer triggered or frustrated as much as maybe you used to be. Um, Mars going into your second house does show, however, that you are likely to possibly what do they call it? Burn a hole in your pocket. So you may be very, very quick to spend money, to spend money on um, social activities, activities with your friends, maybe also on health. Maybe it is necessary to spend money on health. That's absolutely, absolutely fine. It might just feel like the money kind of like moves very, very quickly from your pocket into someone else's pocket, which is not necessarily a bad thing, but just putting it out there. You might also feel motivated to ask for more money. And you might feel a little bit angry if you don't get more money for your services. Um, because Mars is also the ruler of your sixth house of day-to-day -day work. So if you are feeling frustrated that life is demanding you to pay and to pay a lot and to pay a lot now, I would also see that as maybe the cue for you to ask yourself, to ask yourselves, Geminis, am I making enough? Is this on par with the industry? Is this on par with what other people are making in my industry? And if not, is it time to like get things moving, get things, get things going? That's a question that only you can answer, Geminis. 7th of March is the day when Saturn goes into your 10th house of career for the next three years. Increased responsibilities, increased duties and responsibilities at work, um, increased kind of like pressure at work, very, very likely. You're probably going to feel like you got to take it seriously. You got to commit to something for the long run. And uh, this is a very long transit. It's three years long. So in the next three years, if you realize that you actually don't want to build a career in the industry that you are in already, some folks might decide to walk away. Some folks might decide that it is time to close a career, um, a career chapter. So just putting it out there, the 7th of March is also very significant because we have a full moon. 30 days before, three days after, you're going to feel it. Full moon activating your 4th house, 10th house axis. Uh, very nicely aspected to Uranus and Taurus in the 12th house. What I like here is it feels like you are completing something at home. Maybe you're completing a home renovation. Maybe you're completing um, some sort of like move into a new home. Maybe you are completing the purchase of a home, the purchase of a property or the sale of a property. Um, there could also be a sense of culmination and completion. Um, I want to say connected with something that's been going on at home behind the scenes. And now because it's finally done, you may feel ready to reveal it to the outside world. It is a pleasant completion and a nicely um, aspected um, completion. In what sense? It feels like it turns out better than you thought it would. There could be like a last minute, um, I don't know, like element that saves the day or that makes everything like easier and smoother, even if it did require a lot of work on your on your end. Um, you could also hear some very pleasant and surprising news that you didn't see coming from a family member or maybe from a parent. A parent could also wrap up maybe their, their work, their job. They could enter into a retirement or start taking steps towards retirement, my dear Geminis. 23rd of March is when Pluto enters your ninth house in Aquarius until the 11th of June. This is the beginning of a 20 year long transit. So it's a long-term transit. It's going to have a lot of time to make a dent, to make an impact on your life. 
Uh, think about um, Gemini's around this time. So from the last week of March until the 11th of June, um, I would observe how your mentality, your belief system, and your life philosophy starts to change. Because by the end of this 20 year long transit, it may feel like you see life, you see the world, you see the meaning of things in a completely different in a completely, completely different way. This could also be the long-term process of transformation of your connection with the divine, so of your spiritual beliefs. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if some Gemini risings, especially in the, in the next two decades, I wouldn't be surprised if people left certain churches or left certain um, religious beliefs behind. Now, I took you through some of the most significant um, events astrologically of uh, of March um, Gemini's, but I'm going to take a bit of a step back because there are some other uh, things happening in, in March apart from the ones that I have already flagged. I like the 2nd of March. Um, Venus will conjunct Jupiter and Aries in your um, 11th house. This feels like a day of opportunities, of exciting opportunities coming your way from a group of friends, um, from a group of people that you are a part of. Um, opportunities that could very well be linked with your career path and growth. You could be presented almost as, as the new kind of like leader to a group of people. You could feel like your influence starts to grow, starts to expand upon a group of people. You could attract a new audience in your, in your, um, in your life. Uh, you could also enter a new professional organization around this time, my dear Geminis, that is likely to have a very, very, very auspicious impact upon your career path. Um, great news also from friends. As I, as I said, you seem to feel loved, you seem to feel appreciated, and you seem to feel like friends open doors for you around this time. I don't necessarily like the 14th of March and the 17th of March, if you ask, uh, if you ask me. Why is that? Well, because we still have a little bit of frustration on these two days, connected with maybe a sense of confusion, ambiguity, of, of not having all the facts, of not having all the data connected with what you are expected to do in your career, connected with what you're expected to do in this kind of like very like heavy, high pressure position, my lovely, um, my lovely Geminis. I would also if you're if you're working for someone else, if you have a boss, I would also on the 14th of March and on the 17th of March, be very careful what I say because things could backfire. You could get angry at a boss on both days. Don't get me wrong. You could feel disappointed with a boss. You could feel disappointed with leadership on both days. You could also feel disappointed with someone in a position of authority in general. There could also be a sense of frustration and disappointment with a parent on these two days, but it almost feels like it's something that you just have to I don't know, just accept in a way because it doesn't feel like there is much more that can be done about it, putting it, putting it out there. 16th of March, all the way until the 11th of April, Venus enters Taurus in your 12th house. Okay, so this is a good time. If you wanted to take some time off, this is a really, really good time to take some time off, to take some time off of work, to take some time off to recuperate, to take some time off to rest, to maybe, um, enjoy your senses, look after your body, maybe go to the spa, um, and also just come back to your body, I want to say, and, and see that it can also be a source of pleasure, even though it may have been a source of possibly pain and frustration 
for some time with Mars transiting um, the first house of the physical body, um, Gemini's. I would also, if possible, from the 16th of March until the 11th of April, I would ask myself, what is it that I need to let go of in the area of love and romance? Is there anything that is no longer serving me? Is there anything that is actually contributing to a sense of frustration rather than enjoyment of my romantic life? 21st of March, right after the sun moves into Aries, we have a new moon in Aries, Gemini's. You're going to feel it three days before, three days after. In your 11th house of long-term goals and plans for the future, it does feel like you are setting new goals for the future. It does feel like you are excited about what the future holds, especially career-wise, since uh, Mars at the time is going to apply to a harmonious aspect to Saturn in your, um, in your 10th house of career. It also feels like you're probably surrounded by new people, a new team, a new set of collaborators, I want to say, not Gemini's. In a sense, it almost feels like on this day, you might have a, a little bit of an aha moment, a little bit of an epiphany as to what the best course of action in terms of fulfilling your goals is whilst you are resting, whilst you are maybe reading a book whilst you are, I don't know, maybe getting a massage or just chilling and having some good food, I want to say. So do not, <laughs> do not underestimate the power of our subconscious and the power of our intuition and our higher selves. Uh, it speaks to us when we are open to receiving, when we're not necessarily actively like doing anything or actively, uh, I don't know, embroiled into the requirements of the day to day. So be like, pay attention to what sort of messages come your way on this day. 28th of March, again, some very good news connected with your friends and with your goals for the future. It feels like you are moving forward full speed ahead. It may also feel like things are evolving very quickly, very rapidly in terms of one of the plans that you had uh, connected with either your career or your living situation or a combination of both Gemini's. So I did want to put that on your, um, I did want to put that on your, um, on your radar. And last but not least, 30th of March, a very pleasant surprise, I want to say, from a romantic partner or from your child, if you do have children. Maybe they kind of like they have prepared something for you. Maybe they're like, here's this like beautiful thing that I created for you. And it just feels like it's very heartwarming, even though you didn't expect this. You didn't see this um, coming, I want to I wanna say. The 30th of March can also feel like a very liberating day, especially for those of you who are still suffering due to a or because of a romantic relationship that didn't turn out exactly how you thought it would turn out. My lovely Cancerians, Cancer suns and Cancer risings, what does March look like for us? Because I am a Cancer rising myself. Well, there's some huge astrological events happening in March. So let's start with Maybe Saturn, yep, Saturn getting out of Aquarius, out of your eighth house on the 7th of March, entering your ninth house all the way until the beginning of 2026. Cancerians, you are done with the 
challenges, obstacles, trials, tests, and tribulations. When it comes to the area of shared assets, shared resources, also when it comes to, I want to say, your psyche. You might have dealt with some pretty tough years since 2020 on a psychological level. You might have had to like face some like really deep fears, do some deep inner work, get it together in the face of your demons, I want to say, in the face of crisis, in the face of transformation that might have scared you quite badly. Now, with Saturn going into your ninth house, brace yourselves, Cancerians, for three years of restructuring your belief system, reevaluating what you believe in, what your life philosophy is, reevaluating whether what you used to believe in stands the test of reality. A lot of you might also commit to some, some sort of, some form of a goal of an academic nature or something that has to do with furthering your knowledge, furthering, advancing your knowledge. You might also have to put work and effort into something that involves foreign lands and foreign countries, such as, let's say, a visa application process of, uh, of some sort. I would approach this whole thing with patience, grit, resilience, because let's face it, Saturn does require time and patience, and sometimes it also brings some sort of tangible obstacle in the way so that we have to push ourselves to work hard. Also on the 7th of March, you might feel it three days before, three days after Cancerians, there is a full moon activating your axis of learning, knowledge, and traveling. So this could be a time when you travel, it could be a time when you wrap up a trip or when you plan a trip, when you buy tickets for for a trip. Um, this could also be a time when you um, hand in your thesis or some form of an exam. And you are probably, if you do finalize an exam or some form of a thesis, you are probably going to get some really positive results because the full moon is very nicely aspected to Uranus in your 11th house of long-term goals for the future. You might even be taken aback by how well you have done in something of an educational nature, in like an endeavor of an educational nature. If you are taking your driver's license test, for instance, you may pass even though you could feel a little bit like, oh, I don't know if I've got this. I don't know if I understand all of this. This could also be a time when you either buy or sell something and it could take you by surprise how quickly uh, you find either the item that you are looking to buy or a buyer for whatever it is that you are looking to sell, I'd, I'd say. Good news around this time also connected with legal matters, legal issues, I want to, uh, I want to say, but, but if you ask me, and this is just my recommendation, just putting it out there, you have free will, you can do whatever you please. If you are involved in anything of a legal nature, I would try to wrap it up before Saturn goes into your uh, ninth house. So before the 7th of March, because if it continues throughout the Saturn uh, in Pisces transit, which is going to be three years long, um, it might take much longer than you thought it would initially take. So it could drag on for a long time if you do have anything of a legal nature that you need to solve. Now, what else is happening in March? Big, big event. 23rd of March, Pluto enters your eighth house. 
this is going to be the beginning of a 20 year long transit. So you're done with Saturn transiting Aquarius. Now Pluto comes in. It almost feels like your entire approach towards intimacy, shared assets, shared resources is going to go through a death and rebirth over the next two decades. Uh, you may have to deal with over the next two decades, so not immediately. <laughs> just keep just keep that in mind. You may have to deal with um, matters that have to do with inheritance, wills, legacies, um, your legacy in general. Um, you may access significant power through other people's resources, but your life is probably not going to look the same at the end of this transit because of matters connected with these particular um, areas of your life. Now, unless you've got personal planets or angles around zero degrees of fixed signs, so around zero degrees of Aquarius, Leo, Scorpio, Taurus, you may not necessarily feel this transit straight away. Still, I would pay attention to what's happening uh, as Pluto moves into Aquarius, what's happening in the life of your partner connected with your resources. Are there anything, is there anything kind of like happening connected with your investments that you need to pay attention to? Is there anything happening on a psychological level, maybe an aha moment, maybe an epiphany, because you may deal with that for the next two decades. It could feel like a significant, maybe, um, piece of information or nugget that influences the next two decades of your life. Another very significant transit um, happening this month, Cancerians, is Mars going into Cancer. So Mars is finally getting out of, on the 25th of March, it's getting out of Gemini, your 12th house. It's been there since August, August of 2022. You could say that you are pretty much done with the having to deal with like hidden, hidden enemies, hidden, uh, let's say, obstacles, hidden challenges, hidden issues, especially in connection with your career and in connection with the area of children and love, because you might have dealt with a lot of unforeseen, frustrating circumstances in these two particular areas since August of last year. Now, Mars going into your first house does give you kind of like a higher level of vitality. You may feel very active, like you're full of stamina. You want to go, 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 go. Um, it is a good idea to burn off those extra, I don't know, like <laughs> to utilize that extra um, energy at the gym, but I would be careful all the way until the 20th of May not to hurt myself. So I wouldn't overdo it. I wouldn't overdo it with the working out. Sure, you might want to work out more because you have increased levels of energy, increased levels of stamina, even of libido, but I would be careful because Mars doesn't necessarily like to be in Cancer. Um, so things could turn out a little bit not as you would have wanted them to turn out. You could also start becoming a little bit angrier, my dear Cancerians. Um, you may feel like you have a much shorter fuse all the way until the 20th of May, especially when it comes to matters that have to do with your career, bosses, or children. So I would be careful not to be too pushy throughout this period. And take it slow, take it easy, and don't burn yourself with Mars in, in this part of your chart. Just putting it out there. Now I'm going to go a little bit back in time because I realized that I took you through some of the most significant aspects of the month. Um, 
but I didn't talk about the following. So 2nd of March, Venus is going to conjunct Jupiter in Aries in your 10th house of career. This is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful activation of the longer term uh, Jupiter in Aries transit. Fabulous news. I repeat, fabulous news. Connected with your career. Maybe an exciting new opportunity to work with someone, to collaborate with someone, to sign a new deal, to sign with a new client. A door is opening up for you. An exciting new goal for the future is uh, presented to you career-wise. It's like, yes, this is what your future can look like career-wise. It does require courage on your end. It does require courage to, I don't know, jump, so to, um, so to speak. I would, if you are signing anything around this time, I would closely pay attention to the fine print and especially to anything that has to do with the legal aspect of things and maybe also with the traveling aspect of things. If you are presented with an opportunity to travel for work, Cancerians. Nevertheless, it feels like a huge day, like a day of victories career-wise. I would also look at the day before and the day after. I don't particularly like the 14th and the 17th of March because if you have plans to travel around these two days, um, there could be unforeseen circumstances that mess with your travel related plans or anything that has to do with visas, anything that has to do maybe with documentation, um, anything that has to do with paperwork. Um, if you do need to travel around these two dates, I would get there on time, I would get there early, <laughs> and I would be careful not to get into fights or arguments because they can backfire and delay you even further. So if you want to take it out on the, I don't know, the, the employee <laughs> at the airport that the, that the plane is delayed, don't take it out on them because it could escalate and you're probably not going to come out on top. <sighs> 16th of March until the 11th of April, Venus transits Taurus in your 11th house. This is a beautiful period to enjoy time spent together with friends, to host friends at your home, to be hosted by friends. Um, you feel very admired and very appreciated in group type of setups. It feels easy for you to make friends. Um, I would even recommend uh, planning some social events if, um, if you do have the possibility to do that throughout this uh, throughout this period because it does feel like a balm for the soul. 21st of March, three days before, three days after active as well, there's a new one in your 10th house of career. I feel like this is a huge new beginning for you career-wise, Cancerians. You're either doing business in a new way, you're accepting maybe like a new role, a new job, a new position. Um, it feels like you've got a lot to celebrate. It feels like you have also connected with someone who may be very influential for your career in the long run. So like a fated kind of like um, connection or a fated um, collaboration, so to speak. It does feel like you're starting something very bold career-wise, what I would recommend is really taking advantage of your friends and of your connections around this time because you don't have to do it all alone. Um, if it feels scary, it's okay because generally growth does feel scary. You could also get offered like a, get like a, a very exciting and equally scary offer professionally that takes you out of your comfort zone. Remember, once again, that you are not alone and that there are people around you who can help you navigate this exciting new beginning.
28th of March, some additional good news connected with uh, with your career. Um, maybe you're signing a contract, maybe you're making a presentation. It feels like if you are making a presentation, if you're communicating your ideas career-wise, they're being very, very well received. And last but not least, 30th of March, a surprise announcement from a friend. Maybe they're getting married, maybe they're getting engaged, um, maybe they are gonna have a baby. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Or you could surprisingly bump into someone who you hadn't seen in ages. So some really nice developments connected with friends uh, that take you by surprise on the 30th of March. My dear Leos, Leo suns and Leo risings, what does March have in store for you? It's, to say an exciting month, would be an understatement. <laughs> it is the month to pay attention to this year, in 2023. It is the month when everything changes. <laughs> I know, I'm being very dramatic, but hey, a lot is actually changing, so watch out. First and foremost, I do believe you're gonna have reasons to celebrate. I'm gonna tell you what, what these are. Saturn is getting out of your seventh house of relationships. Uh, Leo, on the 7th of March, finally you are ending, you are wrapping up Three years, almost three years of challenges, obstacles, hardship, uh, hard work, way too much hard work <laughs> connected with the area of relationships. If you felt um, burdened with responsibilities in the area of relationships, if you felt like relationships were no longer a joy, Saturn ending its transit through your seventh house, this started in 2020, by the way, uh, is reason is a very important reason for you to celebrate it feels like the hardest part is over in a one-to-one -one committed relationship or in a business partnership. Saturn on the 7th of March all the way until February of 2026 is going into your eighth house. So you may have work to do moving forward on the area of shared assets and shared resources, um, money and finances. So kind of like assets that you've got in common with a partner. Um, you may feel like you have to possibly carry a little bit of a burden financially for a partner throughout this period. Maybe your partner is going through some sort of like but it's a three-year-long transit, so it doesn't have to happen straight away. Your partner could be going through a period when maybe they make less money. That's possible, so they might need your help. This is also a period of time to really put effort into overcoming your fears and overcoming certain areas that have been a source of crisis. Um, you might also have to deal with responsibilities and duties over the next three years that have to do with wills, inheritance, and legacy your legacy in general, your, your parents' legacy, your parents' estate, or something like that. One thing to keep in mind is when Saturn transits the eighth house, it is a good idea to think about pension and long-term financial investments that are going to be useful when you are older. It's not necessarily a good time to make risky moves, to take risky decisions when it comes to investments. On the contrary, I would say. I would think long-term and I would be very cautious and I would take things very slowly and steadily in this regards. Also on the 7th of March, three days before, three days after, um, you have a full moon activating your financial axis. You're probably gonna get some news around this time connected with money, you might get paid. Um, if you are getting paid, you might be able to get rid of some debt or clear out some, some outstanding payment that you needed to make. Um, you could also receive a bonus around this time or maybe you sign a significant client and you get like a significant commission. It's good news connected with finances around this time, my dear, uh, my dear Leos. 
One thing to keep in mind if you are getting paid around this time is to read very closely and carefully the fine print because Mercury is going to be in Pisces at the time and Mercury in Pisces isn't necessarily very... It's, it's great at like communicating poetically, but it's not necessarily um, an energy that pays close attention to data and to numbers. So I would read any sort of like documents very, very closely, any sort of like receipts. Um, if you make a payment, I would uh, really like save the, the proof. I would kind of like hold on to the proof that you have made that particular payment. What else is happening in, uh, in March? Well, Pluto goes into Aquarius my dear, uh, my dear Leos, this is a 20 year long transit. So I know that everyone, everyone is getting like all like, ah, Pluto's going into Aquarius. Ah, what is that going to mean? Um, but it's a 20 year long thing. So unless you've got, <laughs> unless you've got planets in your natal chart or angles around zero degrees of fixed signs. So, uh, Leo, Aquarius, Scorpio, Taurus, you're not going to feel this straight away and you're not going to feel the transit of slow moving planets such as Pluto until they get close to activating by aspect your personal planets or angles. Saying that with Pluto going into your seventh house, 23rd of March until the 11th of June, um, your entire attitude, your entire, um, vision of what relationships should look like is probably going to change. It's probably going to transform radically and it may be as a direct result of what you have experienced since 2020 whilst Saturn was transiting this part of your chart. Now some people might realize, listen, this type of relationship that I've been in up until this point is no longer working for me. So some people might have some epiphanies connected with their relationship sector and decide this is not for me anymore and that's okay because we grow and we evolve and Sometimes that does involve leaving behind certain people, not because they're bad people, but just because they're not headed where we are headed. Saying that, if you're single over the next, well, 20 years, <laughs> you may experience a complete transformation of your relationship sector. Um, you may kind of like step into a set of experiences that is very cathartic, that is very illuminating, that also determines you to access parts of your soul, parts of your psyche that you didn't access up until this point, maybe because you were also scared. Uh, Pluto can also bring power struggles in the area of relationships, but it can also bring healing and transformation through looking at the, the aspects of us that we were afraid to face. So it can bring things to the surface that were buried and hidden. Another big transit that is taking place in, in uh, March is Mars finally getting out of Gemini and moving into Cancer on the 25th of March until the 20th of May. So since August of last year, Leos, you may have experienced a lot of like back and forth and delays and frustration with not moving fast enough in the direction of your goals and plans for the future. You might have also experienced quite a few arguments and conflicts with friends throughout this period. You can say goodbye to that, which is probably a very, very good thing. But Mars going into your 12th house might bring with it some possibly insomnia or some problems that need to be solved that show up out of nowhere and that need to be um, dealt with quite fast. Um, problems connected with your home and living situation, maybe with a parent or connected with a legal issue or something that has to do with traveling. So you may have to move fast. You may have to think on your feet and you may also have to 
embrace the fact that even though you did everything according to the, I don't know, the, the letter of the law, according to the rules, sometimes stuff happens and you have to pivot, I would say. Mars entering your 12th house, uh, my dear Leos, is a good time to put energy into charitable activities, so volunteering, for instance, or into activities of a spiritual nature that allow you to channel somehow your anger and your frustration. So it could be active meditations, for instance, just to give just to give an example. Now I'm going to go a little bit back in time and I'm going to start with um, the beginning of the month, Leo's, which I just kind of like I jumped jump straight into Saturn, Saturn going into Pisces. On the 2nd of March, um, you are likely to get some really good news connected with traveling, connected with academia, or connected with, um, I want to say, your career. But maybe news that involve traveling or that involve working with like a foreign country or like a foreign office or working in an international environment. There seems to be an opportunity coming for you, around, coming at you, towards you, for you, <laughs> around this time, Leos, on the 2nd of March, an opportunity professionally that may involve traveling or may involve additional education. Uh, a door seems to open up for uh, for you. I like it. Uh, this could also be a day of good news. Um, and I would also look at the day before and the day after the 2nd of March, a day of good news connected with legal matters or um, residency, passport, um, visa, and so, and so on. I am not very fond of the following two days, the 14th of March and the 17th, when you could have fights, quarrels, arguments with friends, or arguments in a group type of environment, in a group type of setup, um, and it could feel like it's getting nowhere, it could just feel like it's getting very frustrating to like debate something within a group type of setup. I'm gonna say choose your battles. <laughs> you could also be a little bit disappointed by a friend on these two days, maybe because it feels like they have been, how should I say, dishonest? You might feel betrayed. I'll put it out there. 16th of March, all the way until the 11th of April, Venus transits your 10th house of career. A stellar time career-wise, my dear Leo. Stellar, stellar, stellar time. I'm also liking in particular the 21st of March, when Venus will conjunct the North Node. It feels like you're going through some fated but auspicious developments career-wise. Maybe there are some exciting opportunities. There is the possibility for growth. You're networking with the right people. You're connecting with the right people. I absolutely, absolutely, absolutely love this entire transit. This is the, the best time to present things to bosses, to um, have interviews if you're looking for a new opportunity, to um, mingle and to connect with those in power so that you can advance career-wise, and especially if you're in the corporate world, everyone knows that that is how it works. That is the game. So if you want to be there, you got to play the game. I mean, obviously, you don't have to do anything. You have free will. You can do whatever you please. Uh, but the transit of Venus through your 10th house is a great time to play the game and to shine at it and to be applauded for, uh, for it professionally, so to speak. 21st of March, three days before, three days after, a new beginning for you in terms of traveling, also maybe in terms of like working with, with uh, people from a different office, uh, maybe from an international kind of like um, 
perspective. Um, you could also sign up. You can you could enroll for a new class or a new course. Um, it could also be a bit of an aha moment in terms of your life perspective. So you could look at your life and say, I now see the meaning of it all. I now see how it all kind of like comes together. And I now realize that I'm finding meaning in a different way than I used to find it. Um, I'm also liking the 28th of March. Why do I like it? Because you could get good news um, of a financial nature. Again, they could come from abroad or they could have something to do with, I want to say your studies and maybe having like leveled up educationally and knowledge wise. And now it seems to like really pay. You could also be making a payment for something of an educational nature around this time or for a trip, but you're very excited about it. So I'd say that you're making the payment excitedly. <laughs> and last but not least, um, 30th of March, a boss might have a surprise announcement for you, but it's probably going to be something that you are thrilled about. Putting it out there. My dear Virgos, Virgo suns and Virgo risings, what does March have in store for you? Well, it is a very important month, probably one of the most important months of 2023. Everything changes this month. And I know that is a sweeping uh, statement to make. I'm going to start off with some of the most significant um, transits of, um, of the month, and then I'm going to go back to the key dates. I can tell you that one of your most challenging periods from a work-related perspective is ending on the 7th of March. This started in 2020. March of 2020, to be very specific, um, then um, it kind of like became very, very um, obvious end of 2020. So Saturn, planet of hard work, duties, responsibilities, but also challenges and obstacles is getting out of your sixth house of day to day work on the 7th of March. If you've been dealing with a tough time at work or a harder time health wise in general, because you had to take care of a lot of stuff you can say goodbye to Saturn. Now, Saturn, however, is going into your seventh house of relationships for the next three years until the beginning of 2026. So hard work, duties, responsibilities, and commitment towards a partner. Um, there could be some tangible obstacles that come up in your relationship sector. I'm not saying that they are insurmountable. On the contrary, they are, but they will probably require patience. They will probably require additional commitment. Uh, for some people, additional commitment could also mean taking the relationship to the next level. For instance, when Saturn was transiting my seventh house of relationships, I got married. So it wasn't, it wasn't bad at all. But there is a sense of, okay, we're doing this and we're building this together. So partnerships are probably going to be taken a lot more seriously with Saturn in this part of your chart, Virgos. And there's a sense of like having to commit to work together with someone, even if it's hard, even if it's hard. Saying that, you do have a full moon on the 7th of March, three days before, three days ac after it's active as well. Um, activating your 7th house of relationships and very nicely aspected to Uranus in your ninth house. It does feel like you are 
probably reaching some sort of like peak, some sort of culminating point in your relationship sector around the 7th of March. Maybe also something that involves a legal matter. So maybe you are legally entering into a partnership. Maybe you are legally signing up for like um, a long-term business collaboration because the seventh house is also the house of business partnerships. It's not just the house of romantic committed um, relationships. There could also be some exciting news coming up for you and your partner around this time. Something that you're happy with, but that also require hard work to maintain or to kind of like materialize over time. So let's say you decide to get married. Obviously that's going to require hard work on both ends for the long run. Let's say you decide to move in together. Obviously that will require a period of readjustment. Another significant transit that is happening in, um, that is starting in March Virgos is Pluto entering your sixth house on the 23rd of March. Now, Pluto in Aquarius is a 20 year long transit. So unless you have planets around zero degrees of fixed signs, Aquarius, Leo, Scorpio, Taurus, you're probably not going to feel this straight away. Saying that um, Pluto entering this part of your chart all the way until the 11th of June, and then it's going to slide back into Capricorn for a little bit of time um, is kind of like giving you a taster of what the next 20 years are going to look like for you work-wise. You may decide to change your field of activity altogether. You may decide to change your day-to-day -day habits also altogether because the sixth house is also the house of health. So you may have some death and rebirth experiences in the areas of health, not in a sense that anyone's going to die. No, no, please don't think of that. But in a sense that let's say, you used to eat in a certain way and with Pluto coming into your sixth house, all of a sudden overnight, you might decide, you know what, I'm going to be a vegan or something along those lines. So it could feel like a, like a, like an extreme makeover, like an extreme change that you're going through in terms of habits. And you could have, you could start seeing some of these energies and some of these tendencies as early as the last week of March. Another important transit, important astrological event taking place in March. Um, Mars finally is getting out of your 10th house of career. It's finally getting out of Gemini on the 25th of March. It's been there since um, August of 2020. If you've been experiencing frustration, anger, conflicts with bosses in a professional environment, brace yourselves because these are coming to an end, my dear Virgos. It's like you, you've had to like navigate this, this very, um, annoying landscape. I want to say, uh, career wise that probably pushed you to be more assertive and to define better what it is that you want career wise since August of last year. Now with Mars going into your 11th house, you are ready to put energy until the 20th of May. So from the 25th of March until the 20th of May, I do believe you're ready to put energy into a group collaborations, um, into your goals for the future. You may put a lot of energy into going out, into socializing, connecting with like-minded individuals. Um, I would be careful not to get into conflicts, however, especially over money uh, or over traffic or anything that has to do with transportation. I would be careful not to get into conflicts with friends over these particular areas, because that is a possibility, my lovely Virgos. 2nd of March. So we're going back to the beginning of the month. 
Venus will conjunct Jupiter and Aries in your eighth house. I feel like this is a time of like really, really, really good news um, for you either in terms of investments, especially if you are Virgo rising, or in terms of your partner's finances and resources, if you are in a partnership. This could also be a time when you um, are offered a very exciting opportunity to team up with someone, to collaborate on something that will be financially lucrative for all parties involved. It also feels like you may have a little bit of an epiphany, a little bit of an aha moment as to where you want to take a relationship, how you want to transform it. And you may feel prepared to transform it radically to say, yeah, let's let's move in together now. Let's let's get married now. Why wait? Like there's no time like the like the present. Um, this could also be a time when you hear auspicious news connected with a commission, an investment, a mortgage, or a lump sum of money. I am not a very big fan of the 14th of March and the 17th of March because <laughs> these could be times when you have some conflict still lingering with um, either a partner about um, something that has to do with your career. Maybe your partner feels like you haven't included them in a decision that you took connected with your career. It could also feel like you are discussing with someone career-wise that is being very vague and that is, for that very reason, interfering with your initiatives. I don't know if you're going to get anywhere with these people. I mean, it might feel like things are moving forward after Mars gets out of your 10th house of career. So from the 25th of March onwards. I would also be very careful not to come across as the bully because someone could accuse you that you're being too pushy in terms of how you communicate in the professional environment um, around the 14th of March and around the 17th of March, Virgos. 16th of March until the 11th of April, Venus transits your ninth house of long distance travel, higher education, academia. This is a beautiful time to travel. It is a beautiful time to plan trips. It is a beautiful time to um, also apply for anything that has to do with the academic field. So apply for a scholarship or apply for um, for you to be admitted within a program, an academic program, you're probably going to get a yes. Um, you may also feel like it is easy to access help. So for others to make things smoother for you when it comes to traveling, visas, residency and legal issues. 21st of March, three days before, three days after, it's also active. There's a new one in your eighth house. And Mars is going to be nicely aspecting Saturn around this time. I feel like your partner has some good news connected with money and finances. And maybe that also requires you to change your life somehow, to restructure your life. So let's say that your partner gets an opportunity to relocate for work and they're going to make more money. What would you say to that? Would you be willing to make the um, the adjustments in your life to accommodate whatever it is that your partner is going through? I do feel like this could also be a time when, when a window opens up for the two of you to apply for some sort of like joint, maybe a loan, uh, like um, to apply for something that requires input on both sides financially. It feels exciting. It feels courageous. It feels bold. It feels like it's going to change both of your lives, not in a bad way. 
it also seems to require an element of risk-taking. And sometimes life does involve risks, let's face it. I feel like all the time life involves risks. <laughs> Even if we do a lot to prevent us from losing our security and our stability, in order to move forward, generally there is an element of risk that we need to embrace. So just putting it out there. I also like the 28th of March. You seem to be signing some papers, uh, maybe connected with a mortgage, a loan, an inheritance, an investment of some sorts. Uh, this could also be another time, um, along with the 2nd of March and the 21st of March, a few days before, a few days after. This could, this could also be another time when you receive auspicious news connected with a loan, mortgage, inheritance. And last but not least, um, a surprise trip around the 30th of March or a surprise but pleasant announcement connected with your studies, very, very possibly. This could also be a time when you decide to surprise a partner with a trip, a romantic trip. Maybe you're looking into tickets, maybe you're looking into how you can make this a reality. Um, very liberating and freeing news are also likely to make their way to you around this time, Virgos, connected with a legal issue. So if something has been weighing heavily upon your shoulders and upon your mind, when it comes to legal matters, um, a trial or like something that involves legal proceeding, pr procedures, proceedings, you may feel free after the 30th of March. It may feel like, okay, that's it. It's done. It's taken a, it's taken a turn for the better, even if you didn't necessarily see it coming. And that is Virgo for March. Now, Libras, give me one second. By the way, my apologies if my voice sounds very strange and raspy. I think raspy is the word. When I am filming this, I... I've basically just recovered from a virus. It wasn't pretty. On the contrary, it was actually quite bleh. So now, even though my voice is not 100%, it doesn't sound like it would normally sound. I'm still like, yeah, it's fine. We got this. It's much better than what I had to deal with. <laughs> my lovely Libras, what does March have in store for you? Well, first and foremost, Libras, you can say goodbye to three years of hard work, tests, challenges, um, delays connected with your romantic life, connected with the area of, of romance, um, connected with children. Children might have brought a lot of like responsibility upon your shoulders. Um, there might have even been this feeling of the relationship with children being much harder to navigate. Uh, maybe uh, there was a sense of like coldness or distance between you and children or between you and your romantic um, partners since 2020, since Saturn entered Aquarius. Well, that's coming to an end on the 7th of March. Saturn is going into your sixth house of day-to-day -day work until the beginning of 2026. So say goodbye to three years of working very hard and taking very seriously your health sector. It is time to take care of outstanding health-related issues. I would even recommend that you schedule in appointments, especially to the dentist, especially to um, uh, the doctor that looks after bones. I don't know what that's called. Um, if you know that you've been postponing taking care of your teeth, of your skin, of your bones, and also of your feet, 
in some shape or form, I would get on with it because Saturn is father time and um, it is the planet of karma in the 3D reality. So Saturn is coming in and saying, you've been neglecting this, 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 this health-wise. Now it is time to really take it seriously and to be disciplined and to take care of it, even if you don't like it, even if you would rather do pretty much anything else. So it is time to put effort, patience, and commitment into looking after your health and also to give up on well, unhealthy habits, I want to say, because the sixth house is also the house of habits. Um, you may also feel more pressured at work throughout this period, my dear Libras, and you might have to um, to look at what it is that you can still handle and carry and what maybe needs to be delegated or as to whether you have outgrown an existing workplace. But this is a three-year-long transit, so you don't have to like fret about it straight away, but I would get... I would get the ball in motion and I would get uh, myself in the mindset of I might need to do some cuts uh, in terms of my existing like list of habits and also in terms of what my work looks like. Also on the 7th of March, there's a full moon activating your axis of service three days before three days after. Some of you might decide to quit a job or to give up on a job or to end uh, a, a, an existing way of working and that's okay. Uh, you do seem to feel like you are overcoming a crisis of some sorts at work and also maybe overcoming a crisis of some sorts health-wise. But now it is time to maintain what you have conquered health-wise, so to speak. So the 7th of March itself, three days before, three days after, could actually bring some really good news connected with your health. But then you've got to preserve it and maintain it as Saturn gets into your, into your uh, sixth house of health. Pluto moves into your um, fifth house of hobbies, passions, children, and enjoyment from the 23rd of March for the next 20 years. But actually, actually, it's going to stay there until the 11th of June and then slide back into Capricorn a little bit and then later, later uh, next year, go back into Aquarius. It looks like for the next 20 years, uh, you will most likely change radically. You will transform. You will go through a transformation, a regeneration of some sorts. Uh, when it comes to your attitude uh, towards the area of children, romance, um, maybe even sex, um, and also you might go through some form of a death and rebirth when it comes to what brings you joy in your life. Now, um, Pluto brings things to the surface that are generally buried. So I would pay attention to what comes to your mind, what comes to your attention from the last week of March until the 11th of June um, in terms of maybe aspects of your inner child that haven't been uh, paid attention to, that you haven't nourished, that you haven't nurtured. Um, aspects of your romantic life that maybe you would have liked to experience but you didn't experience or maybe you pushed kind of like very far down your like heart and soul and psyche and you didn't pay attention to them and now they're coming back to the surface and they're saying, I'm here, you gotta face this, you can't pretend that this is not here. And last but not least, your relationship with children is very, very likely to change. It doesn't have to be in a, in a bad way, it can change in a positive way, especially since the past three years probably have not been the easiest in relationship with your kids. You may have an epiphany and realize, oh wow, I'm now seeing my own blind spots. Mars gets out of Gemini, finally, finally, out of your ninth house. <laughs> and it enters um, 
cancer in your 10th house of career from the 25th of March until the 20th of May. So you're going to put a lot of energy in uh, your career sector, my dear, uh, my dear Libras. But there's also a possibility throughout this period that you may have some quarrels, some fights with um, those in a position of authority at work. You may feel a little bit frustrated with some bosses or with those in power. Um, remember that if you are frustrated and you keep it all inside, that can turn into disease. So if you've got anything to say, say it, but remember that how you say it, how you deliver a message is also as important as the message itself. So rather than saying it when you are, I don't know, exploding because you can no longer take it, I would ask myself, is there anything that I would like to do more of? Is there anything that I want more of in my career? Because Mars is also about desire. And if the answer is yes, have I made sure uh, that my boss or my manager or those in power know what I want? Because if not, I cannot assume that they can read my mind. You're probably going to be very assertive and quite impatient career-wise, which is not necessarily a bad thing. Sometimes we got to get impatient for things to get done uh, from the 25th of March until the 20th of May. Uh, careful because you can also go into arguments over home-related matters or over in-laws with your partner if you do have a partner, if you are in a relationship throughout this period. Now I'm going to go a little bit back in time, 2nd of March, um, also the day before the day after, you're going to feel the conjunction between Venus and Jupiter in your 7th house of relationships. Beautiful, exciting, new development relationship-wise. Now this could be you meeting someone if you are single, it could be also um, the partner surprising you with something romantic and exciting, maybe something that also pushes your relationship to the next level. Um, it is such a, I want to call it an exhilarating day, this the 2nd of March. Um, you feel loved, you feel like there's a new path opening up for you relationship-wise, and if you are already with someone, the partner could also have some really good news connected with their finances that also kind of like changes your life for the better in one form or another. You seem to be very attractive on this day. You seem to also attract the partners that really, really see you, especially if you are single. I am not a big fan of the 14th of March and of the 17th of March because these are two days in which you seem to um, be frustrated with how you are perceived and be frustrated with communications uh, at work. There's frustration with a colleague. There's frustration with uh, maybe... Um, the fact that you are like seeing life differently. So you're coming possibly from like two different cultural backgrounds. You, you seem to have different beliefs as to how the work should get done. And it almost feels like you're getting nowhere. This could also be a day if you had planned to travel for work, the plans could change. And if you had planned to travel period, the plans could change still because of something that happens at work. Um, you could also feel like someone at work that is being very, unclear and vague and ambivalent is messing up with whatever it is that you're looking to get done. Now ask yourselves, uh, my lovely Libras, have you made it clear what the end goal is? Or have you tried to like sugarcoat and manage people's feelings and now you're being frustrated because um, they're being like too slow or they don't understand what you actually want from them? So that's another way to look at um, to look at things. 16th of March until the 11th of April, Venus transits Taurus in your eighth house. 
this is a beautiful period to receive gifts, uh, to um, maybe um, receive some sort of like special treatment from your partner, to have maybe a partner like spend some of their hard-earned cash on you, or the other way around, you might feel like very excited to share and to give of what you have with, uh, um, with a lot of love. Um, I, I dare say it is a beautiful period for sex and intimacy because the eighth house is the house of intimacy. And there could also be a, a feeling of things flowing very like easily and smoothly. I want to, I want to say when it comes to, um, loans, uh, mortgages, other people's money, you could also attract some form of an investment throughout this period. If you are looking for an investor of, of any type, or if you are, um, waiting to hear news connected with, um, someone else funding your endeavors, funding your ventures, I dare say, um, Libras. How would I make the most of this, um, of this transit? I would look at my investments. I would look at whether there is anything that needs to be, um, scaled up. Um, there could be some exciting opportunities to invest coming up. I would also look at how I can enjoy intimacy with my partner by connecting more deeply on a sensual uh, level. So is there a possibility that you could kind of like cook for them or do something nice for them that involves the physical senses? I'm going to leave that up to, up to you Libras to, to figure, um, to figure out 21st of March and also three days before three days after you're going to feel it. Um, new beginning relationship wise. This is exciting. Uh, you're either entering into a new partnership or the existing partnership is being taken to the next level. If you are already with someone, there is a very high chance that your partner may be going through uh, some sort of a revival. Um, there's like a sense of um, entering into a new chapter um, from a financial perspective. Maybe they're getting a new job. They're making more money. There's maybe uh, the possibility that they could be receiving some sort of like lump sum of money such as an inheritance or a commission, but it seems to be a very hefty one. In any case, you've got reasons to celebrate with a partner around this time by the looks of it. 28th of March, the good news continues connected with your partner. I also feel like you have something to say to a partner, maybe something that you've kept to yourself. Maybe you were afraid to say it. And if you do disclose it, it feels like it's very well received and your partner is very quick to accommodate. Maybe something that caused a little bit of like fear and anxiety for you. So don't be afraid to call things by their name, Libra. And last but not least, um, I want to say you could have like a surprise piece of news reaching your doorstep on the 30th of March, maybe the day before and the day after connected with an investment or connected with a bonus. Maybe you weren't waiting for a bonus and you hear news that you're going to get a bonus or you hear news that your, um, application for like a, for a scholarship or for funding has been approved sooner than you thought it would be approved. You may also have a little bit of an aha moment Libras, uh, on this day about, um, a fear that was holding you back that you now feel liberated from. It's like it, like a light bulb could switch in your head and you're like, I'm no longer going to be held back by this. This no longer means anything to me. My dear Scorpios, Scorpio suns and Scorpio risings, what does March have in store for you? Well, it is a very, very, very busy month. I will tell you that, but it's also probably going to be a very enjoyable month, especially when it comes to your relationship sector. And why do I believe 
that to be the case. Because from the 16th of March, Scorpios, until the 11th of April, Venus, planet of love, of enjoyment, of pleasure, is going to be transiting your seventh house of relationships in Taurus. And Venus in Taurus is particularly strong, particularly um, powerful, and its gifts are even sweeter. Why? Because Venus rules Taurus and Libra. So in Taurus, it is in domicile, as we say. So do enjoy this period, uh, Scorpios. Take your partners out for dates. Say yes to dates. Um, say yes to um, receiving a feast for the senses from uh, from your partners. And if you are not in a relationship, Scorpios, especially Scorpio Risings, I would recommend that you take advantage of this transit. I would recommend that you take advantage of um, this almost like month-long period because it may be particularly productive, so to speak, in terms of connecting with someone that you could enter into a relationship with, I, um, I'd say. So say yes to dates, say yes to invites, say yes to the opportunity to socialize Scorpios throughout this period because you might just, you might just hit the jackpot uh, if you are single. And if you are with someone already, then do enjoy your partner. Uh, surprise them, um, treat them nicely. They will probably treat you very, very nicely as well. Not that this doesn't happen uh, at any other point in time, but it may feel like a particularly special period uh, relationship-wise. I would also pay special attention, Scorpios, to the 2nd of March and the 21st of March. On the 2nd of March, Venus will conjunct Jupiter. And on the 21st of March, Venus will conjunct the North Node. Now, because Venus is the ruler of your 7th house of relationships, these two uh, days, these two particular days, may also bring with them additional opportunities to nourish, to develop, to grow a relationship. Keep in mind, however, that uh, the 2nd of March could bring you the opportunity to grow a business relationship. Not that that's not a good relationship anyway, because hey, we all have to make a living. Um, the 21st of March could be particularly auspicious when it comes to one-to-one -one romantic relationships. You may have like a fated encounter or there could be a sense of fated developments happening in your partnership sector. Maybe you bump into someone um, out of nowhere and you realize, wow, like this is my, this is my person. I don't know. I think I've been watching too many uh, romantic comedies. In any case, it may feel like there are some very fated developments connected with your partnership sector that do lead to enjoyable results overall, Scorpios. So keep that in mind. March. March, folks, is the month when three big players, well, actually two, but I suppose we can count Mars in here, uh, three big players in, um, in astrology change signs. So Saturn is going to get out of Aquarius. Pluto is going to get out of Capricorn and go into Aquarius, and Mars is going to get out of Gemini. Now, let's take these one by one. 7th of March, uh, after almost three years, Saturn will finally leave your fourth house of home and living situation, my dear Scorpios. So, if you have been experiencing 
Oh, an increased level of duty and responsibility at home. If you have been dealing with challenges, delays, all sorts of problems to solve, um, issues that took a long time to fix in terms of your home sector, in terms of your family sector, if life at home hasn't been the easiest, so to speak, also, if you've had to say goodbye to a home or if you've had to walk away from a life situation connected with your home and family sector that was no longer fulfilling since 2020, you can breathe easily, dear Scorpios, because Saturn is finally getting out of this sector of your chart. So relationships with family members are likely to get a lot better. Um, delays, challenges, um, any sort of like issues that have been weighing very heavily upon you at home in the past few years are likely to come to a close or at least become much easier to carry in terms of burden. Saying that from the 7th of March onwards, all the way until February of 2026, um, my dear Scorpios, Saturn is going to transit Pisces in your fifth house of children, creative self-expression, fun, enjoyment, romantic love. So what's going on here? Well, um, for the next three years, there is a very high chance that your uh, levels of duty and responsibility will go up, Scorpios, especially Scorpio risings, when it comes to the area of children. So some of you might have children, some of you might have another child, some of you uh, who have kids already, um, you might experience your child going through a more kind of like challenging time. Maybe they're going into school, maybe they are um, teenagers and they're going through this sort of like stage of transition where uh, you have to like really support them, even if uh, sometimes it is hard, even if sometimes it feels like a difficult thing because you may not necessarily understand them from an emotional perspective. If you don't have kids, then this period, uh, and if you don't want to have kids, then this period um, is a period, this three-year kind of like chapter is a time to really commit to one of the following. Either creating some sort of like tangible results when it comes to um, a creative outlet of yours. So when it comes to an artistic outlet, if you, let's say, I don't know, uh, take photos, you may commit to learning how to take photos professionally. If you um, dabble with video editing, uh, you may uh, commit to creating a short movie throughout this period. In any case, it's a time to become very serious about your passions and hobbies, especially those of a creative nature. I'm gonna get out, out there and say it, that Saturn might um, suck a little bit of the enjoyment out of your um, fun sector for the next few years, only because it wants you to take very, very seriously something that makes you feel alive when you do it, that makes you feel excited when you, uh, when you do it. Some people may also, throughout this period, decide to end or no longer engage in creative activities that they used to engage in. Maybe because you, you're no longer gonna have as much time as you used to have and you've got other duties and responsibilities. So just putting it, just putting it out there. Pluto, 
Pluto goes into um, Aquarius on the 23rd of March until the 11th of June. Now, unless Scorpios, you have planets around zero degrees of fixed signs, Scorpio, Taurus, fixed uh, Aquarius, Leo, these are the fixed signs. You're unlikely to feel this transit straight away because this year Pluto only goes to like zero degrees of Aquarius and kind of like back into Capricorn. But I would pay attention to whatever comes up in your home and family sector from the last week of March until the 11th of June, because the, the themes of transformation and regeneration that are coming up are likely to usher in longer term themes of death and rebirth. So of tremendous regeneration in your private life, my dear Scorpios. Now, let me go a little bit back in time. So 2nd of March, I'm liking this because this is a day of powerful, powerful activation of the transit of Jupiter in your sixth house of day-to-day -day work. Jupiter is in your sixth house until the middle of May. Venus joins Jupiter on the 2nd of March. This is a fabulous day to apply for a new job, to get a new job offer, to have a successful interview. Um, it is a very, very good day to take a leap of faith work-wise and job-wise. It's also a day when you're likely to get some good news connected with your health, my dear Scorpios. 7th of March, three days before, three days after, you're also experiencing a full moon. Um, it activates your 11th house, 5th house axis. It can be um, a time of socializing, of coming together with friends, of coming together with a group of people that you are a part of to maybe celebrate something, um, something very exciting and maybe even a little bit surprising for others that involves your relationship sector. Some of you might celebrate a pregnancy. Some of you might celebrate, I don't know, that uh, you have found your soulmate, that you are getting engaged. It's very, very possible, Scorpios. I don't necessarily like the 14th of March and the 17th uh, because you may have some fights, you may have some arguments, some conflicts that are not actually super clear. They're not kind of like crisp, they're not crystal clear with a romantic partner about your differing views, your, your different ways of approaching the sector of finances. And there could be some misunderstandings that you experience uh, connected with finances anyway, especially if you spend money from credit cards or money that you don't really have <laughs> on stuff that is fun. So I would recommend maybe treading carefully and also making sure that you don't lose your wallet or something like that, or that you don't go into debt if you are kind of like going a little bit overboard with the celebration, so to speak, Scorpios. Let's see what else is happening this month. 21st of March, three days before, three days after. I gotta say, you might get a new job around this time or you might start a new job. You might also start some sort of like um, a new health regimen. So you may start uh, going to the gym, moving your body more, introducing a new habit. It feels like a fresh start in terms of what your day-to-day -day looks like, Scorpios. And it is probably, probably something that I want to say is helping you maybe overcome a fear of some sorts. So you may decide to tackle a fear that you have through introducing a new healthy habit in your life. Now, the healthy habit could be going boxing, so to speak, and overcoming the fear of, I don't know, being attacked or something like that by becoming stronger. That's also a possibility. 25th of March, 
until the 20th of May, uh, Mars uh, transits Cancer in your ninth house. So my lovely Scorpios, uh, you're probably going to put a lot of energy into matters connected with higher education, traveling, long distance travel. Um, you may also be very excited about the plans that you are in the in the midst of um, implementing when it comes to um, I want to say maybe working with people in a foreign office or in an international um, environment. 20th of March, some additional good news connected with your work. Maybe this is when you're signing some papers. Maybe this is when you are signing up. Um, the employment contract, that's very, very possible. This could also be a time when um, a new team member joins your team. And it's exciting because it seems to really take some weight off your plate that was weighing quite heavily, Scorpios. Last but not least, 30th of March could be a day of surprising romantic developments for you, Scorpios. Um, surprise date, anyone? Yes, maybe, possibly. Um, I do believe you feel very, you're likely to feel very much in love around this time, but also a little bit taken aback by what your partner has in store for you. Um, expect the unexpected, I, I'd say. And that's not necessarily a bad, uh, a bad thing, on the contrary. Now, if you are a Sagittarius sun or a Sagittarius rising, my dear Sagittarians, please forgive me when I'm filming this. You can hear that my voice is a little bit bleh. It's not great uh, because I have just recovered after uh, the flu, after uh, a pesky, pesky, pesky virus. So my apologies if I sound strange. What a month, what a month, what a month March is, Sagittarians. A lot of fun, a lot of enjoyment, some work, definitely work hard, play hard. A lot of exciting opportunities happening, especially for you uh, on the creative front, uh, lovely Sagittarians, but also when it comes to romantic love and when it comes to children. So I'm liking the 2nd of March when Venus joins Jupiter and Aries in your fifth house of children, romance and creative self-expression. This can be a time when you fall in love, if you're not in love already. It can be a time when you receive an exciting opportunity to collaborate on something creative for work, because Venus is also the ruler of your sixth house of day-to-day -day work. Um, I'm also, also liking the 2nd of March as a day to party, and also as a day to have like a lightning bolt out of nowhere idea for a creative project that you're very excited to share with others. It is probably golden. I'll, I'll tell you this, you're very, very inspired um, creatively until the middle of May with Jupiter transiting this part of your chart, uh, Sagittarians. Um, I would pay special attention to the 2nd of March, also the day before and the day after, and to the 28th of March and the day before and the day after, because that's when Mercury will conjunct Jupiter in your fifth house of creative self-expression. And Mercury is the ruler of your 10th house of career. So it feels like the inspiration is really kind of like flowing through your veins, coursing through your veins. I would strongly recommend talking about your ideas, writing them down, sharing them with others, um, putting them out into the world because it almost feels like they are, they're they're just kind of like like these creative babies waiting to, <laughs> waiting to germinate, waiting to, to to come to life. My apologies. I need to probably come with better 
metaphors, but you get what I'm saying. You get what I'm saying. Um, the 2nd of March and the 28th of March, also the days before and the days after, um, they can be times when you have epiphanies as to what sort of exciting life direction you want to take moving forward that is going to make you happy. You may have some epiphanies about, okay, this is what is going to fulfill me, especially work-wise, I'd say, Sagittarius. So it may feel like you're connecting with a new way to find fulfillment by doing something that you love and that you're very excited about in your work. So I'm liking both of these days. The good news, the additional good news, I've got a lot of good news. The good news is not over. I was receiving a message. I'm like, is this the good news? No, it was not. Coming back. Um, <laughs> 21st of March, um, three days before, three days after, you have a new moon happening in your fifth house of love and creative self-expression. Sagittarians, um, this can be a time when you kick off. You actually take steps in the direction of this new creative project that I've been telling you about. This could also be the time when you kick off a new romantic relationship, especially for those of you who are single, I would, um, I would say. 2nd of March, 21st of March, three days before, three days after, and 28th of March can also be times when you hear, when you receive very good news connected with a new beginning when it comes to the area of children. Now, that's an interesting one. If you want kids, then if you have kids already and you're open to having more kids, then um, it may very well feel like there's a, there's a new life coming in. So just putting it, just, just putting it out there in particular for Sagittarius risings. Now, 7th of March, all the way until February of 2026, Saturn transits your fourth house of home and living situation. There's going to be a separate video about Saturn transiting Pisces. This is a time of increased duties and responsibilities at home. Lovely Sagittarians, maybe you are committing to um, an important chapter at home. Maybe the family is growing. Maybe they're expanding. Maybe you're having a kid. Maybe you are uh, starting to like... Um, put money aside to buy a home, to purchase a home over the next few years. Um, whatever project, whatever long-term project this is that you're committing to, it probably will require money because Saturn is the ruler of your second house of income. At the same time, it feels like something that you truly, truly, truly value. There might also be some increased levels of duty and responsibility coming your way connected with parents, especially maybe the father figure. There's also something that I wanted to put on your radar, Sagittarians. You may need to do some work to forgive someone, maybe a family member throughout this period. And over the next three years, you might also leave a home behind in some shape or form. On the 7th of March, three days before, three days after, there's also a full moon in Virgo in your 10th house of career. Big news, big news, it seems like, connected with your career. Maybe you are receiving like um, 
an award or some sort of like promotion or raise or some sort of like accolade at at work, um, you do seem to have, a, I'd say, a lot of reasons to celebrate whatever it is that is, is, is going on at work, especially because you seem to have found some really unexpected the good news doesn't stop Sagittarius for you. <laughs> you seem to have found um, some really unexpected, innovative solutions for a problem that you are dealing with at work. So I am liking, 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 liking this uh, this full moon. This could also be a time when you announce folks that you are leaving your job because you've got something much better higher up the career ladder to go to. I don't necessarily like the 14th of March and the 17th of March because it feels like these could be uh, two days when you are experiencing conflict at home uh, or conflict with your parent um, or with a partner connected with a home and living situation thing that isn't very, very clear. It's quite ambiguous. There, You don't have all the data. You don't have all the facts. You don't have all the numbers. You don't know exactly how everything is going to turn out. There's, uh, there's a lot of confusion there. There's a lot of like smoke and mirrors. Not everything is what it seems, so I wouldn't get too frustrated and too annoyed. I would take things with a little bit of a pinch of salt. There's also a possibility that you could feel like someone has lied to you. I don't know, is it a parent? Is it your partner? I don't know. You're going to have to dig into this and investigate. 16th of March until the 11th of April, uh, Venus transits your sixth house of day-to-day -day work. I love this, love this, love this, Sagittarians. Why? Because you seem to really enjoy your work throughout this period. That's that's it. You seem to really uh, enjoy the projects that you're involved in. You seem to enjoy who you're working with. Um, colleagues are willing to help you. They are willing to make things easy for you. This is also a harmonious transit, a very auspicious transit when it comes to maybe uh, feeling like you're, you're, you're healed physically. If you have been going through anything of a um, health related nature, this is a very kind of like soothing transit, I would, uh, I would say. 25th of March until the 20th of May, Mars moves into Cancer in your eighth house. I mean, finally, you you can say goodbye to six months of fighting with your partner <laughs> and of feeling maybe like your partner is, is more um, frustrated and maybe angrier than they normally would be since August of last year. Mars entering your eighth house. Let's see. Mars is the ruler of the fifth house and of the 12th house. Um, I want to say this, you might want to put some energy throughout this period. So 25th of March until the 20th of May, you might want to put some energy into clearing out some debt, into getting rid of some debt. Um, this could also be a time when you feel a little bit on edge, maybe when it comes to matters um, that have something to do with debt or that have something to do with shared assets and shared resources, rather than getting angry and maybe rather than feeling like you're not being heard, I would make sure that I have voiced what is important to me, if I were you, Sagittarius, very, very, I don't know, like in a list format. 
in a Virgo manner um, because your partner might genuinely not want to annoy you, but they don't know what your triggers are. So they might end up annoying you without necessarily intending to. And last but not least, 30th of March, Venus is conjunct Uranus and Taurus in your sixth house of day-to-day -day work. Someone could surprisingly leave your team at work. Now, you might not necessarily be very upset because this could leave room for you to grow even further. So even if someone suddenly, all of a sudden like leaves or something changes at work, you seem to be able to like take things in your stride very easily and maybe even make the most of it, I'd say. My dear Capricorns, Capricorn suns and Capricorn risings, what does March have in store for you? Well, well, well. I've got some good news, I've got some exciting news, and I've also got some other type of news, essentially. This is a very exciting month, Capricorns, especially when it comes to the area of home, family life, and living situation. Why is that? Well, because on the 2nd of March, Venus will conjoin Jupiter in Aries in your fourth house of home. So I do see the possibility for some very exciting developments some really good news, I would uh, I would say, around this time when it comes to your home life, your your family life, your um, your living situation. I also see the possibility for the following. Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see exactly what Venus rules for you, my dear Capricorns. So, Venus is the ruler of your fifth house and of your 10th house of career. Is there a chance, Capricorns, that you could be relocating as a result of an exciting opportunity making its way to you professionally? I'm just putting it out there. I am just putting it out there. It almost feels like there are some exciting developments that are happening in your home and family life sector that are also linked in some shape or form with your career, your professional life, your status, your reputation. You could also, also feel very lucky around this time, Capricorns, around the 2nd of March, maybe even a few days before and a few days after, when it comes to your children. Maybe you've been trying to, I don't know, like have a child for some time. Maybe you've been trying to get pregnant for some time. Maybe you've been uh, trying to somehow, if you have kids, improve the life of your children in some shape or form. It feels like things are working around the 2nd of March. And please forgive me. I know that my voice is a little bit weird, a little bit strange. Uh, Capricorns, I am recovering from the flu. So my apologies if I sound like the sometimes just know this is what's this is what's going on. I also like the 28th of March when Mercury will join Jupiter in your fourth house of home. Basically, um, folks, this month, <laughs> the month of March uh, receives a great deal of activation of your Jupiter transit in the fourth house of home. So this is the month when you might finally see some of the um, benefits, some of the auspicious developments when it comes to property, home and family life, um, expanding the family that Jupiter transiting this part of your chart has been promising since last 
year, since the middle of last year, since the middle of 2022. I like the 28th of March also because it feels like you're fixing something around the house. Um, maybe you are solving um, an issue around the house, something that needed to be repaired, something that needed to be maybe renovated. Um, you could also be signing papers around this time of buying, selling a home, something along those lines. And I also like the 21st of March, three days before, three days after, when you have a new moon in your fourth house of home and living situation, Capricorns, you could be moving into a new home. Um, you could be welcoming a new uh, family member. You could be... Um, expanding um maybe um your property sector maybe you're buying a different home that is a possibility also there's also a chance that uh, a parent could be entering a new exciting chapter of their life that you feel really good about for for whatever reason you might feel happy for them i i dare say i want to tell you capricorns that until the middle of may of this year um of 2023 you are very strongly supported and especially this month in march you're very very strongly supported in taking a leap of faith when it comes to the area of home life family life uh, living situation and uh, for instance if you wanted to move into a new home if you've wanted to live abroad if you've wanted to um start a family the cosmos is on your side and as I said, the 2nd of March, the 21st of March, and the 28th of March, a few days before, a few days after, um, these are some key moments in time when it may feel like the universe is saying yes to the new beginning in this sector of your life, the property and family life sector. I've got some additional good news. Saturn, the planet of challenges, but also of hard work and long-term results. Saturn is getting out of your financial sector on the 7th of March, Capricorns. Say goodbye to, I'm like, say goodbye to all your financial worries, just to be very dramatic. Uh, no, but seriously, you have been asked to be very uh, dutiful and responsible and cautious with your finances since 2020. And now is the time to really reap the rewards of your hard work and discipline when it comes to finances. From the 7th of March onwards until February of 2026, Saturn goes into your third house. This is the time to commit to learning a new skill, uh, a practical skill, a long-term skill, to developing your um, your communicational skills, very, very likely. You might also see some increased uh, responsibilities um, when it comes to your siblings, if you have siblings. You may start putting a lot of effort, time, and energy for a good reason. Um, when it comes to uh, matters that have to do with writing, speaking, communicating. So you could start writing a thesis. You could start writing some specific projects. Some of you may start taking driver's license, um, drive, driving classes so that you can take your driver's license uh, exam. It may also feel like you have to be very intentional and careful about what you say because what you say has weight my lovely Capricorns. And for the next three years, it feels like you really have to learn to measure your words and maybe even develop new ways of communicating and expressing yourself in such a manner so that you can achieve your goals. The 7th of March, three days before, three days after, is also a time when you are likely to feel the influence of the full moon in Virgo. 
So this could be a time when you um, maybe uh, take an exam or um, you apply for, for some sort of like school or you apply uh, to get accepted in, in, in some sort of like course. It could be a time when you realize that you have learned something very important, something that kind of like changes your life philosophy. Uh, this could also be a time when you um, sell something. Um, I'd say maybe something that you enjoyed utilizing, but now it is time to move on. It's like, yes, I'm no longer going to be using, I don't know, this Peloton bike, just putting it out there. If you are traveling around this time, um, you are likely to enjoy it and you could actually receive some good news connected with traveling around the 7th of March. Um, you could enjoy the travels, even if it is traveling for business, it feels like you can mix very, very nicely business and pleasure around this uh, around this time. Some good news also connected with um, trials, um, legal matters, uh, or visas, for instance, around the 7th of March Capricorns. I am not liking, I repeat, there's plenty of days that I like in March, but I'm not liking the 14th and the 17th. Why is that? Well, I feel like you could have some conflicts at work, some misunderstandings with colleagues, um, it almost feels like you are being vague and they don't get whatever it is that you're trying to send across to them in terms of message. Now, you might say, no, I'm not being vague. I'm just being polite. Well, they might misinterpret that and say, you did not deliver the message correctly. So there is a chance that you might have some quarrels, some conflicts with colleagues. There's also a chance that you might encounter frustration on the road if you are commuting or if you're driving or even if you're riding a bike. Expect delays, expect things to be slow, expect, I don't know, stuff to not, not go exactly as planned on the road. There could also be some car trouble. I'm just going to put it out there, 14th and 17th of March. You might need to fix, you might need to repair something. Um, or something might need to be replaced altogether, especially if you forgot to repair it or replace it a while back. Maybe there's like an, a component of the car that needed to be replaced a while back. Well, now it's like, it's too late. It's too late. That's it. You can no longer repair it. You can no longer fix it. You got to buy a new whatever component that is. 23rd of March, Pluto goes into Aquarius until the 11th of June. Now, this is a transit that is gonna last for two decades. So unless you have planets around zero degrees of fixed signs, Aquarius, Leo, Scorpio, Taurus, uh, Capricorns, you're probably not gonna feel this transit straight away. Uh, there is, however, a very high chance that you may experience until the 11th of June, um, a transformation, a change in attitude when it comes to what really is important to you, what you really value, my dear Capricorns. So if you used to value, I don't know, for instance, being recognized by a professional community, you might go through a bit of an epiphany and realize, oh, hell, actually, <laughs> there are some other things that are very, very important to me right now. And my old value system um, is no longer relevant for me. Your attitude towards money and finances is likely to go through a complete transformation and change. There is a chance that you might transform altogether in the next few years. Read in the next few decades, two decades to be more precise. You might transform altogether um, the way in which you earn money, which is 
not something to be afraid of because sometimes we discover untapped potential, we discover untapped um, qualities or skills. I dare say it's something to embrace rather than run away from. 25th of March until the 20th of May, Mars moves into Cancer in your seventh house of relationships. It feels like you're putting a lot of energy into connecting with others, into working together with a partner, maybe on something that has to do with your home life, family life, living situation in, um, in general. Careful because there is a high potential for conflicts throughout this period with your partner, maybe because they feel like you don't care that much about their feelings. So in order to prevent that from happening, you might want to check in with them every now and then, especially if you're in a relationship and say, okay, how do you feel about this? Um, to check in on them, to say, are you all right? How are you taking all of this? This is also an exciting period, I want to say, uh, to, to make use of energetically when it comes to, especially if you are single, when it comes to entering into a relationship. So you may want to date, you may want to um, connect with others. Um, there might be a feeling of other people being on a rush, let's say. So wanting to like take things further too quickly for your own taste throughout this, uh, throughout this period. 30th of March, this could be like a surprisingly fun day when Venus conjoins Uranus in your fifth house of, of, of enjoyment and fun and entertainment. So um, you may have like a really fun time on, on, on this day. And in general, from the 16th of March until the 11th of April, with Venus transiting Taurus in your fifth house, this is prime time for both dating and having fun especially together with a romantic partner. It could also feel like a time when relationships with children, for those of you who have kids, are going swimmingly. So really, really, really nicely. <coughs> My apologies about that. That is Capricorn for March. Now, if you are an Aquarius sun or an Aquarius rising, my Aquarius brothers and sisters, I'm an Aquarius sun. What does March have in store for us? Well, the good news, Saturn is getting out of Aquarius. Yay! This is this is really good news. <laughs> Truly, this is very good news. Um, after almost three years of working hard on yourselves, of feeling stuck, stagnant, delayed, maybe even a little bit depressed, Aquarians, um, feeling like you're carrying the weight of the world on your shoulders, Goodbye. Goodbye, Saturn. You've done the hard work on yourselves. You have cut out of your life the unnecessary. Now Saturn is going into your second house of income. So Aquarians, especially Aquarius risings. From the 7th of March of this year until February of 2026, it is time to become very responsible, disciplined, dutiful even. It is time to be very practical, pragmatic, and realistic with your money and finances. It's time to make long-term financial goals. It is time to um, get rid of expenses that are no longer serving you. It is also time to um, commit to some financial goals that may require some restrictions on some different planes. So for instance, you may no longer be able to, I don't know, pay for 10 subscriptions. You might have to choose three because you've got some, some very kind of like hardcore, some very tangible goals that you want to accomplish that require money. And that's okay. You do what you gotta do. And do it with commitment, do it with patience, and 
know that if you manage to achieve your goals, it will probably be something that you're going to be proud of for years, if not decades to come. The 7th of March um, is also the day of the full moon in Virgo. It's active three days before, three days after. Um, it is a full moon activating your financial axis. You could be receiving some good news connected with a mortgage, a loan, an inheritance, an investment, a lump sum of money. It could also be a time when you make a significant payment towards a debt. You seem to feel very proud. And it also seems to free you up somehow financially if you're making a payment uh, towards something that you owed to someone else. It seems to free you up financially to commit to something very substantial uh, from a financial goals perspective when it comes to your home life, family life, and living situation. Uh, this could also be a time when a parent or a family member helps you clear out some debt. And if that is the case, I would recommend taking this as the sign from the universe that, okay, it is time to get on top of, to get real and to get on top of my financial situation. Pluto goes into Aquarius, 23rd of March. This hasn't happened in hundreds of years. <laughs> it hasn't happened in hundreds of years, literally, folks. Now, unless you have uh, personal planets uh, or your ascendant around zero degrees of Aquarius uh, or fixed signs. So Aquarius, Leo, uh, Taurus, Scorpio, you're probably not going to feel this straight, straight, straight away. I would pay attention, however, from the last week of March until the 11th of June to what sort of like buried material comes up from your psyche to the surface. What sort of like buried maybe memories, thoughts, um, feelings about yourself come up to the surface. Uh, you are stepping into your personal power, my dear Aquarius. You are becoming a force to reckon with for the next two decades. Now ask yourselves, are you going to become a force for change for good or are you going to go into this ego power tripping uh, journey where you are kind of like looking to enforce your will upon others? Because it does feel like you are becoming indomitable with Pluto in your first house, my dear Aquarians. What else is going on in March? I'm like, okay, I delivered the heavy stuff. <laughs> Mars gets out of um, Gemini in your fifth house and it enters Cancer in your sixth house of day-to-day -day work and health from the 25th of March until the 20th of May. Now you can breathe easily because finally, finally, it feels like arguments and conflicts with children or with your romantic partners are coming to a close. Mars going into your sixth house is saying, put a lot of energy and effort and move fast when it comes to your work, your day-to-day -day work. You're probably going to be very busy on a day-to-day -day basis at work. Careful not to get very annoyed and frustrated with people because you might be a little bit too fast for some of them. You might kind of like speed at 500 miles an hour and they're like, hold your horses. We don't understand what you're saying. So you may want to move too quickly, I'd, uh, I'd say. Um, Mars entering your sixth house in Cancer could also, it's not mandatory, but sometimes it can result in um, an upset stomach. So make sure that you eat properly and that you take your time to eat and to digest things, I'd say. And if you experience tension and frustration, make sure that you use your voice so that you don't experience stomach upsets because you're kind of like holding stuff in, right? I'm liking the fact that Venus enters Taurus in your fourth house of home from the 16th of March until the 11th of April. So this is a beautiful time to um, get together with family members, to uh, maybe host uh, dinners at, at home, to decorate the home, to kind of like 
buy beautiful objects for the home and just enjoy the bubble of your uh, of your home my lovely uh, my lovely Aquarius if I go a little bit back in time 2nd of March Venus conjoins Jupiter and Aries in your third house this feels like an exciting day an exciting time um, when it comes to news connected with your home and family life so a family member might have something really auspicious really kind of like great to share with you maybe the family is growing maybe if you have siblings your 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 sister your brother is going to have a baby that's very very possible um if you are looking to buy a home you may find the right property around this time around the 2nd of march if you're looking to sell a home you could find a buyer for your home uh, this feels also like a day when you have an epiphany as to what you want to study next and you are very 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 persuasive on this day so if you need to bring anyone on your side it feels like this is the day to do it my dear um my dear Aquarians you could also score a very significant deal you could have an important conversation and score a deal financially because Jupiter is also the ruler of your second house of income I'm also liking the 21st of March, three days before, three days after, because this is when you're experiencing a new moon in the third house. Now, this could be the day when you, the time when you um, enroll upon a course or purchase a new car or start um, a new learning journey. Um, something that you are, I want to say, very invested in and that you believe in and that you know is going to open up new opportunities for you, my, uh, my lovely Aquarius, especially when it comes to maybe making more money just putting it out there and maybe providing for your family and in uh, in a way that you feel much more comfortable with um I'm also liking the 28th of March when you could be uh, signing some important papers connected with money finances or connected with a course or a class or a form of education that will help you bump your salary up let's see let's see let's see Jupiter is also the ruler of your 11th house so both on the 2nd of March and on the 28th of March, uh, you may have some very um, significant conversations that allow you to step into more prosperity and more abundance in your life um, with people that can bring you opportunities. So with peers, with colleagues, uh, with um, people who operate in the same industry that you operate in, um, both the 2nd of March and the 28th. And also the 21st, maybe a few days before, a few days after. And these are some really, really good times for networking and for attending maybe group type of events, conferences, uh, outings of some sort, where you know you're going to encounter people that are in the same kind of like sphere or field that you are in, my lovely Aquarius. Two days that I don't like, I have to tell you, I have to tell you about them. I don't like the 14th of March and the 17th of March. Why? Because this is a, these two days are times when I feel like you might be spending more than you intended to spend, or you might end up paying for more than you thought you would pay. Um, especially if you go out, if you are kind of like going to like a party or like a fun event, something of that nature. There could also be some some sort of like disappointing or frustrating news that come up uh, on these two days connected with kids if you have kids which cost you they might cost you money you could also have a little bit of an argument with a romantic partner or with a child if you have kids about the topic of money maybe they're saying oh 
why can't I have this? Because this is so important to me. Why don't you want to, I don't know, like, let me enjoy my life, your kid could say. And you're like, no, we've got goals. <laughs> I think it's important to make it very clear to them, to be very specific and not ambiguous at all as to why you can't let them buy or get whatever it is that they want to get, because that might make your life a lot, a lot easier. 30th of March, surprise announcement at home in the home and family sector. Maybe someone comes to visit unexpectedly, possibly. Um, and uh, also I like the 30th of March because it feels like you are accomplishing something financially that took a lot of like energy and a lot of kind of like pushing and not giving up, I'd say. My dear Pisces, Pisces suns and Pisces risings, what does March look like for you? Well, it's an awesome month because there are so many energetic shifts. I've got a lot of good news. I've got some news for you to be prepared for. But let's start from the very top. Let's start from the top. So this month we've got three very beautiful activations of the Aries energy. Venus conjoins Jupiter and Aries in your second house of income on the 2nd of March. Then we've got a new moon in your second house of income on the 21st of March. And on the 28th, Mercury joins Jupiter and Aries in your second house. Now, this month, Pisces, is a key, key, key month for you to step into more abundance financially. This is the month that activates the transit of Jupiter, the great benefic, the bringer of opportunities, the bringer of good luck, um, the bringer of new perspectives. We are experiencing a tremendous activation of Jupiter three times. So 2nd of March, 21st of March, and 28th of March. Think about how you can create more abundance in your life. Think about how you can grow the amount of money that you make. Is this by asking for a raise? Is this done by putting up your prices if you're working for yourself? Is this done by looking for different jobs if you know that there is no possibility to make more money where you are right now? I can tell you that from a cosmic perspective, you are supported. And if you have already set the ball in motion in this direction, if you're already looking for a new job, if you've already put feelers out there to get a raise, if you've already been contemplating uh, putting up your prices, the 2nd of March when Venus conjoins Jupiter may be the first kind of like day, even the day before and the day after, when you start seeing some auspicious results in this direction. Maybe you have a great interview, maybe uh, you attract a new client. I'm also liking the 21st of March a new moon in your second house of income. When you're stepping into a new chapter financially, it feels like you have a new attitude towards money. You have a new attitude towards your, um, your worth, I want to say. It feels like you are much more confident in what you can offer to others. And it also feels like you're looking at what you have to offer from a new perspective. And it does seem to give you that extra kind of like dose of vitality and once again confidence in putting yourself out there and I'm also liking the 28th of March again this could be a time when you attract a very generous client or when you get some really good feedback 
which basically reinforces the idea that you are valuable, you are worth a lot, and you are now worth more. <laughs> and maybe more sounds like, I don't know, this, this like human way of quantifying reality. But we live in a 3D material reality. We live in a 3D incarnation. So whether we like it or not, this reality, the 3D reality can be quantified. And it does feel like you can own more, get more, access more, and earn more. And especially this month, you seem to have the opportunity to do so. Once again, on the 28th of March, you could also receive good news connected with a raise or connected with uh, maybe a job that you had applied for. So I am liking, liking, liking the energy financially for you this month. But keep in mind that all of this is happening in Aries. Aries is the sign of action. So I would not wait and kind of like passively hope for the best. I would also set the ball in motion. I would get the ball rolling so that you basically can obtain, what, what is it called? The snowball effect. So you push the ball down the hill, the snowball, and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And I would almost kind of like envisage your level of abundance uh, growing, 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 because it can very well happen, my lovely Pisces. You also have to believe that it is possible and you have to believe that you are worth it. And I do believe that Jupiter will help with that. Now, on the 7th of March until February of 2026, Saturn comes into your first house. Saturn is the planet of rules, duties, and responsibilities. Now is the time you're entering a three-year chapter to really commit to taking your physical body, your physical health, wellness, and well-being very seriously. It is, it is time to start working on your body, to take care of your body. You might deal with some of the consequences of the passing of time. So throughout this period, you might need to go to the dentist. You might need to um, get some blood work done. You might need to do some checks. You might need to look at maybe levels of like, I don't know, like calcium in the body and stuff like that. It's time to really take very good care of your body and also to deal with the consequences of how you've treated your body up until this point. A lot of people throughout this three-year transit might actually give up on some unhealthy habits. Uh, they might remove certain kind of like aspects of their identity. They might realize this is not who I am. This is not who I am. This is not who I am. I am no longer this person. Um, a lot of Pisces risings are probably going to feel more serious than they normally feel. You may feel a little bit more maybe burdened by the duties and the responsibilities of your goals, very possibly, very, very possibly. Now, in order to accomplish them over the next three years, it feels like you need to be the embodiment of Saturn. Disciplined, in control, cautious, uh, taking a slow, steady, patient approach, not throwing yourself into something kind of like novel and, 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 and crazy, but rather assessing very closely and carefully, how can I get the best results that will stand the test of time? I'm liking the 7th of March also because uh, there's a full moon in Virgo taking place on this day. It's active the three days before and the three days after. Um, it feels like you could get some good news from your partner. Um, if you are not in a relationship, you could you could meet someone to enter into a relationship with. Uh, there could also be good news coming from a business partner around this time. Maybe you um, um, are notified that uh, you've scored like an important client, a significant client. That's very, very possible. Um, also, my dear, um, 
20 or Pisces. You could also hear some good news from your partner around this time, connected with the area of kids, of children. So uh, for instance, you may feel like together with your partner, you have accomplished something that you both deserve to be proud of when it comes to children. So it feels like it's, it's a time of success for you and a partner. I am not liking the 14th of March and the, let's see, the 17th, uh, because these are two days when you could fight with someone at home. I'm, I do believe it could be a parent, very, very likely. Uh, also because you are maybe not necessarily being very clear and they are feeling like possibly they're wasting their time when they've got like stuff to do and you're like, oh no, I don't know, I'm not sure. So if you're being a little bit vague, um, don't be taken by surprise. Don't be, <laughs> don't be surprised if they snap at you. Um, I do believe it's, it's very important to be intentional with your words and to ask them very specifically, this is what I want from you. Uh, this is what I need from you so that you avoid conflicts. There could also be some conflicts around money at home on these two days. Uh, maybe a family member, um, especially a parent could say something like, why did you spend your money on this? Or this was like an unnecessary purchase. So I did want to put that on your radar. From the 16th of March until the 11th of April, Venus transits Taurus in your third house. This is a beautiful, beautiful, auspicious period um, for anything that has to do with studying, learning, um, presenting your case, so speaking in front of others, maybe persuading others. It's also a very enjoyable time for short trips, for road trips, for instance. And um, it is an auspicious time if you are looking to buy or to sell something, I, I dare say. You might feel more charming in your speech than you normally are. <laughs> People might really appreciate the way you explain things, the way you talk. So it's like you can... You can really send your point across with grace and diplomacy and charm throughout this period. Let's see, let's see, let's see. It may feel like you have a little bit of a fated encounter on the 21st of March with someone that um, pinpoints something that you need to learn in this lifetime or something that you need to get better at that you might actually enjoy learning as Venus conjoins the North Node on this day. Mars is going to get out of your fourth house of home on the 25th of March. And, and uh, from the 25th of March until the 20th of May, it's going to spend time transiting through cancer in your fifth house. Okay, so finally, the days of quarrels and conflicts and of back and forth and feeling like you're not getting anywhere um, at home in the area of home and private life or when it comes to something connected with your property sector, these days are over. It's been a long time coming. So you've been experiencing quite a bit of frustration here since the uh, since August of 2022. Now it feels like you're putting a lot of energy into enjoying life, having fun, uh, or into a creative project of some sorts. Uh, careful from the 25th of March until the 20th of May, especially if you have kids, because your kids could feel a lot more argumentative than they normally are, or they could feel much more... I don't know, like angry or frustrated. And if you do experience anger and frustration on the children's part, I would investigate a little bit deeper because they're not being rude for the sake of being rude. It feels like they are really hurt by something. So it would be worth kind of like asking, what has really upset you, I'd, I'd say. 
30th of March. Some sort of surprise encounter, I want to say. Out of the blue, you could, I don't know, bump into like an old lover or an old friend or something like that. It feels like a nice surprise, even though it's it's kind of like out of the blue, uh, you encountering this person. On the 30th of March, it also feels like you have managed to solve something that took a lot of patience, especially emotionally, uh, in connection with your kids or in connection with a creative project that you are very, very, very invested in. Um, one thing to be to be aware of, from the 25th of March until the 20th of May, you might be quite quick to spend money on um, matters connected with fun, enjoyment, but also children. Ask yourselves, uh, Pisces, are all of these expenses necessary? Because some of them might not be, and some of them, um, how should I say? Um, you might even re regret end up paying for because they weren't worth it, or because um, maybe your kid would have enjoyed just kind of like spending a little bit more, I don't know, like quality time with you or something like that. So you didn't necessarily have to like buy them a, I don't know, like an object or a toy or something like that. Um, so I would kind of like slow down a little bit when it comes to expenses with kids or expenses for fun throughout this period, because there is a tendency to go like this, right? To like get rid of the money quite quickly. Folks, it's been a pleasure once again to uh, to do this video for you. Um, don't forget that if you want to work with me, you can find me on my website, which is writteninthestars-astrology.com. My books are now open. You can go to the services section and book a, um, a consultation with me. If you are a first-time client, go please straight go straight to the one hour live zoom consultation. And if you are an existing client, you can also book either the year ahead forecast or the 30 minutes um, follow up consultation. You can also find me on Instagram at Rux Unbelievable. Let us know how March is going for you. I will see you next time. Bye.